Hi and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game Podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the sixth place finisher of Nexus Park, Choco Beans, about being competitive and redemption. I'm joined today by the sixth place finisher in Alliance Nexus Park, the sixth member of the jury, Choco Beans. Hi. Hello. It's nice to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This will be interesting. Um, I... Because I'm looking at the applications from Nexus Park, Mm -hmm. and they all have timestamps from when they were submitted, and... Uh, the season started in October 2021, mm-hmm. and everybody's application except yours also came in during 2021. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when did I submit that again? <laughs> yours came in in June of 2020. Nice. <laughs> That's of, right. That's- <laughs> yeah, one of our longer uh, standby applicants that we've had. That's right. Um because uh so this was the seventh season but your husband played in our third season yes mojo desert yep uh which i think ended a little bit before you applied uh i think the math the works out yeah it ended in may or around may Mm-hmm. yeah and then yeah and then i applied after that because of all the love and support we got from mm-hmm. his medevac journey yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you stepped in to, uh, I guess, kind of be the go-between uh, for him uh, at the yeah, end of that season. Yeah, we had some unfinished business to do. Um, both Chaco, Plex, and myself are very competitive. Uh, so I felt like with him being left early, which, I mean, I feel like he, I think if he would have made the final three, I think there was a good chance he could have won. At least I like to think so as a supportive wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and person I was rooting for, obviously, um, even though I love my girl, Kat. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of go in and kind of uh, do it for him. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think it what, what was like, um, I think it was availability and scheduling that kind of kept getting in our way uh, yeah there was a lot going on i worked i worked at the time at a chick-fil-a and that's just a really crazy job and balancing <laughs> a almost one-year-old i guess at the time as well it's just a little bit hectic hectic life back then um <laughs> so yeah yeah well i'm glad we finally were able to make things work out here uh in nexus park me too um, yeah. So, uh, I guess what, uh, what's your, um, you know, you, you mentioned on your application from forever ago that you love survivor and, and the amazing race, what got you into them in the first place? Yeah. I just remember being young and watching it with my family. I don't know if it was just like, I don't know, just the, the popular thing to do back in the day, but just when I was a kid, it was just a time that we got to watch together and it was a lot of fun 
Um, I remember even being like on the finale nights that it would be too late for me to even stay up uh, to find out who the winner was. And so like my parents would always send me to bed and then like I would be waiting at the top of the steps listening to hear who the winner was (laughs) of of each season. So that was just kind of a fun memory. And then to have my husband who also loved it, it was just kind of fun to carry it out. And it's awesome too because we've been watching some of the seasons on Paramount Plus again and now our daughter Quinn really likes watching it and gets excited for the challenges so it's just kind of coming full circle again of just this family bonding moment so it's really fun to see and do together that's great I love that that's so cool yeah me too (laughs) um all right so you got uh a first-hand or maybe second-hand experience of how Alliance works through your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess from where you were sitting, I don't know how much you were actually like watching things from the outside or if it was all kind of filtered through his perspective during the game. Um, but I, I guess like, yeah, how did it feel compared to like the show that you'd watched for 20 some odd years at the time? Yeah, I definitely did more from his perspective. Um, I didn't. I don't think I had an account on Discord yet when he was doing his season. I think I created it when I applied. Um, so a lot of it was just from his point of view. And I would sit here during the tribals and get worried that he was going to be <laughs> voted out or who's going to go. So I didn't know what was going on, just like he didn't know. Um, so watching... The actual show on TV, I mean, you can see everybody's perspective, but here it felt like being an actual contestant because I only knew his alliances and being like, well, can you really trust that person or no? And <laughs> so, but, you know, obviously I let him play the game. I didn't dictate what he said or what he did or anything, mm-hmm. obviously. So, um, but yeah, so it was just fun, fun to watch, fun to see all unfold and stuff, even though I didn't know the whole picture, which... I think it's more fair to do it that way. Um, even when I did my season, he didn't go into the viewers or anything. Um, he only knew what I knew at the time, and I think that that was best because um, I didn't want to like pry any information out of him. <laughs> that I would, well, not that he would tell me, but you know, just not to have that temptation there, yeah. um, which I think makes the gameplay fair. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it helps. I know Meg has played, and um, I typically don't watch as a viewer what mm-hmm. happens, so that I can feel like comfortable talking to her when she brings up things that are going on, and I don't have to worry about like uh, I don't want to accidentally say the wrong thing or lead her in a mm-hmm. direction that she wasn't going to go in the first place, kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You need that outlet of somebody that you can talk to about the season because there is a lot to. Unpacking a lot, it does take up a lot of time, a lot of mental space. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I would even talk to like other members of my family, and my mom would always be like, "Are you playing that again?" I'm like, "Yes, mom, I'm still in this." Like, <laughs> uh, so just be fun to talk to people about it. So, but it also helped me to, I don't know, process, go through the process of everything as yes. well. Yes, so. yes. Uh, um, well. So the other part of it is that, you know, Mojo Desert uh, happened in twenty spring of 2020. Nexus Park mm-hmm. is happening in fall of 2021. And mm-hmm. there was a lot that changed in Alliance 
between those two seasons uh mm. just you know the we you know <laughs> updated how we handle so many things within the game particularly involving the sub channels uh the more much more prevalent use of discord bots um and i don't know it's it's a lot more involved <laughs> i guess um I think it's become a lot more difficult to uh, have a, I don't know, to have, you have to be much more into the thing that's going on, I think, to get as much out of it as you maybe could have um, in the first couple of seasons that we did. Uh, So I'm, when, you know, in the time that passed since, you know, we go through uh, the fourth season with Dark Forest and then High, uh, summit and high seas was the season before yours um were you aware of any of the i don't know evolution of the thing in that time no no (laughs) i don't know why i haven't really spectated a season before so even Mm -hmm. after caleb's like i mean i would see messages come through here and there but i I am not as involved as a lot of people are um in alliance so i do enjoy the community um I just, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just never really found my way around to everything or have gotten interviewing them um, mm-hmm. as much as I have maybe playing them. Because um, I can't really remember everything with Caleb's. I remember like when he would do like the commands and be like, oh my gosh, like this is so like so high tech. How do you do all this? Because I am not like a tech person. So when I even came in for my season and figuring out all the different bots and the commands to use and like all that kind of things, um, it it was a challenge for me because I'm not I'm not a big tech person. I'm not a big person with um, the computer. So but it was it was fun to explore. I really did enjoy going out and exploring the park and I feel like it was also fun because I do like amusement parks and like in life. So I felt like the theme was good for me as well. Um, so I was able to like understand <laughs> kind of like the layout of it compared to maybe something that I might not have been more like familiar with or um, or enjoy as much as like an amusement park. So I really did like the theming of this season. So oh, yeah, good. That that makes a lot of sense. Uh <laughs> Yeah, using something that I, I know, like in our most recent season, there wasn't a lot of that. It was uh, very, and maybe this was uh, an issue, I don't know, but like it wasn't something that, you know, had a lot of ties to a real world experience that somebody could bring mm-hmm. into the game with them, um, mm-hmm. which, no, I think that makes an amusement park a lot easier to <laughs> to yeah. kind of understand and wrap your head around. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we were able to get you to play in this season, the timing, the scheduling all worked out. Uh, and so we drop you into, uh, marooning and you get your first impressions and interactions with some of the other people that you're going to be playing with a fairly big cast of 18 people. Um, I don't know. Do you remember any of your sort of initial impressions and vibes with the people that we're also going to be there. I don't remember like all the conversations or anything, but I just remember like you don't want to come out like too strong. You don't want to come out like always commenting. I don't know. I didn't want to be like 
annoying or anything. When I first came out, I wanted to be like nice and pleasant and like um, cordial, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't want to come across as, I don't know, rude or not talking to you or just, I wanted to be present, but not like too much of it. Not, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it was very like, I remember just being kind of stressed, being like, oh my gosh, it's starting. Here we go. And then having to, I think we had to find like a certain command or something that placed us into our tribe. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what do we do? What do we do? How do we figure <laughs> this out? And I was like, what is the command? And so when I finally got it, I know that was a relief. And then finally getting on the tribes, it was just really fun because then it just felt like it started. And I like, I mean, I like having conversations with people. I don't, I mean, I feel like I let them see who I was. Um, I, I mean, how I played is who I am. I am just as everybody all i don't want to be like rude or deceptive or anything i'm a pretty honest person i like to think <laughs> and nice and kind so um that's just how i wanted to play the game too yeah especially since i mean rupert is one of my favorite uh contestants and i feel like that's kind of his kind of play style too is that he's you know what you see is what you get kind of deal yeah. i mean there's a little bit i guess of um deceptiveness sometimes but <laughs> i guess only when someone wronged him but you know before besides that he was like a big likable guy so that's kind of how i wanted to be was likable <laughs> yes uh yeah i was about to say that you know in that kind of the i guess the deceptive aspect of rupert might have shown itself more the later the returnee seasons that he played but even yeah. that's not even yeah. actually that true yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mean, um you know, even looking at his most recent outing, which, gosh, it mm -hmm. feels like it was very recent, but it's actually been a while since that happened. Uh, yeah. Is it Heroes versus Villains? I think that's last time. Uh, I was thinking of um, when he and his wife played. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've... Huh? <laughs> yes, we have to watch that one still. Okay. We've got to go back and recapping a lot, but Heroes versus Villains was the last one we just watched with him in it, so... Yes. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, even in a season where you've got you know some of the most iconic, biggest, presumably best players uh, playing at that time, like he was still just himself, mostly, yep. uh, which mm -hmm. is fantastic. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. great. Uh, yeah, so you go through this early tutorial sort of command thing to get into the park, and at the very end of it, it sorts you to your tribe. Mm -hmm. And you start on the Orange Mirth tribe, uh, joining Bramblecat, Brendan, Court, Jimmy, SMM, Spavi, Trip, and Waxler as your nine. Trip who? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess how did you feel getting, you know, now that you're not in an the the biggest i guess channel with everybody who's playing in it at the same time you're in a smaller location you get you have dm channels with everybody that you want uh how did you feel you fit in with the people in your tribe and who did you kind of bond with most or maybe didn't bond with at all to start with yeah um well obviously i mean bram and wax were up there smm was there um and same with uh Courtney, um, all of them were probably the ones I connected with first. 
Um, some Brendan was one that I had to like kind of, I don't know. Um, I liked him a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's just that sometimes, uh, there wasn't as much conversation or good as flows conversation and a uh, trip. Nobody talked to, we don't even know if he really <laughs> or not. So, um, yeah. And am I missing anybody? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy and was another one just like Brendan. Like, I mean, we would talk, but it just, nothing really clicked. We didn't really get into too much like personal time. It was just more like the, how you doing kind of thing. What's going on in your day? Um, nothing wrong, nothing against them or anything. Just sometimes some relationships just click more than others. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a pretty, I don't know, uh, established, I don't know if hierarchy is the right word uh, on Mirth that seemed to kind of come to come to the forefront between particularly you and Bramble and Waxler. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I guess, you know, is that something that was, I don't know, obviously don't think it was like an intentional thing, but is it something that felt right? in the sense that you know as you watch you, you want when you watch the show if you see people kind of take the lead or you know be a little more prominent than other players um it can help you especially early on in a game but it can also be something that comes back to bite you later on down the line mm-hmm. was that something that was as you kind of began to realize how that dynamic was unfolding was that something that was ever a concern yeah, I mean, I guess once you like once you are established trio, then it and people see that, then it can definitely be more um, threatening to others, um, especially come the merge. Um, I don't know if our time or remember if our time on Mirth, we if other people really thought we were a trio because I don't really didn't really see us as a trio until later on, kind of um, because I really still felt like SMM. Um, was in there and I even felt really close to court um, especially even going into the merge I felt close to her and felt like I had a lot of trust with her um, but there was just sometimes that I just felt like I wanted to stick with Bram and Wax um, and just kind of had my loyalty to them even though I felt like I tried especially hard with court um, and stuff so I guess that's more so how we solidified that trio um, and I know that there was a lot of talk even between like once we merged with um, listening to what Bird said and even Bram and I had some disagreements on um, should we trust her, them, sorry, or um, or not. Um, and even that too with Court, if we should trust or not. Um, if she's with us or if she's going over to old Euphoria or whatnot. So um, yeah, there was just, it's a lot to think about um but i feel like felt like we had a good trio um going there um yeah okay okay uh all right well let's get into the first immunity challenge uh unlike mojo desert we didn't force you to listen to 24 hours of static on a radio (laughs) (laughs) um the Ferris wheel was a lot is much more in line with the cha- the twenty four hour challenges we've we typically do, in that it asks you to coordinate with your tribe and figure out a schedule and do something periodically throughout the twenty four hour period. In this case, take rides on a Ferris wheel. Uh, you'd ride for an hour. You could ride ten times 
per person, and there could only be four people from your tribe on the Ferris wheel at any given time. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, I don't know, Was did that, uh, I don't know, how did you feel about that from like a, just a time intensity involvement standpoint? it was i mean i thought all the challenges were pretty fun um i mean it was nerve-wracking especially uh trusting to make sure other people especially during the middle of the night shifts i would say um were up and on the ferris wheel um but i also didn't i can't remember exact the exact times i took but i do know i took maybe one or two rides during the night time um because i don't i didn't want to just like leave that to like just one person i felt like I wanted to help on all day parts. Um, so for me, um, what I had a ki- kid that was one year old, so waking up in the middle of the night wasn't really <laughs> news to me or that <laughs> that hard. Um, so I felt like I was good taking some of the night shifts um, to ride. Um, but yeah, all around it was a team effort and just making sure um, people got on was the nerve wracking part. I know I felt like I was wanted to constantly check whenever I did wake up in the middle of the night or thought about it during the day. Like, are you doing your part, guys? Come on. Like, and we made a schedule. Um, mm-hmm. I know we sent that out and like, there was like this whole thing. So, and I think we would have won if, but I think one person or something uh, didn't do their part. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, you, everyone on, so you, uh, Bramble, Brendan, Court, Jimmy, SMM, Waxler, all got 10 out of 10 rides. Uh, Spavi got 8 out of 10, which is still fine. Um, mm-hmm. And Trip got none. Yeah, that, yep, yep, no surprise there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hard one to, to come back from. Yeah. Uh, in this type of thing. Uh, the other tribe, uh, Euphoria, 8 of their 10 people, or 8 of their 9 people got 10 rides which by that by itself would have been enough and then their ninth person was lord shamrock who got two just adding the a little bit of insurance there and yeah like trip uh unfortunately doesn't say anything i think in the entire (laughs) server after getting through the orientation tutorial command thing uh Mm -hmm. which is bizarre (laughs) really um Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, yeah, Euphoria wins the first immunity challenge. And it, I think, I don't know, like, obviously there's an easy way in the early parts of the game to vote for somebody who's maybe not pulling their weight, not active, not showing up, not helping in challenges and stuff. And mm-hmm. if the challenge is, you know, something that takes 30 minutes, 60 minutes, um, and somebody's not there to help, like that's maybe mm-hmm. not the end of the world, but this was you know when the challenge is twenty four hours long, and all it would have taken is for Trip to sh- to come online five times <laughs> and do a thing, and then you win immunity. Like that's really hard to overlook. Yeah, it really is, and I think that I mean, whenever I think back to that, the whole thing with Trip, the first thing that always comes to mind is the messaging from him and SMM, well, I should say just <laughs> SMM to him, yeah. um, and just like pretty much trying to have a conversation with him, being like, yo, who do you want to vote for? And then pretty much telling him, dude, it's you, you're going home. <laughs> and no response, like, 
that still lives rent free in my head. Like I just, it makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's so tell good. kids that you didn't know, dude. So, um, <laughs> sorry, Trip. I'm sure you're a great person, whoever and wherever you are. But you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you show up to tribal council. Trip doesn't show up to tribal council uh, that you're aware of, and uh, are you aware? Did he? <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I never like, saw anything. Like, um, that's like, did you know something we don't about? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's funny. No, I mean, I. You know, if you look in Trip's confessional, there's the opening message and then me pinging him for final yeah. words. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think nowadays there probably would have been another message in there of me asking, double checking that he has a, uh, if he has a vote or not. But like, at, you yeah. know, we ping you to call you to yeah. tribal council. We ping you once you're in tribal council. Like, there's a yep. ping somewhere. Um, but I, I, I sort I say that you know of mostly because there ends up being a vote that's not for trip here um, that I think normally you would assume that it came from trip because he's the only person that couldn't have voted for himself um, when uh, this Waxler vote is revealed um, I don't know it how fast and how long or how long maybe did it take before the suspicion that it wasn't trip who voted Waxler? Uh, come about and ultimately I think a lot of people kind of assumed it it, it was uh, SMM yeah you know I I still don't know what to think of that um, I don't know I mean we yeah we don't know if it's actually who actually voted that correct is that what you said yeah not at the moment of course yeah yeah I I I, I mean I was surprised to see it um, I didn't think it came from trip because I just knew he wasn't active so um i don't know but a lot of times i guess i just didn't give too too much thought about it because i mean maybe i would have if it was my name written down um so i feel i would have dwelled on it a little bit more and to find out who it was but i think even then because my relationship with waxler wasn't like um like you know we weren't that firm trio yet you know and we're still getting to know everybody i still wasn't like okay someone just didn't get the memo kind of deal (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so i I guess i didn't really put like too much thought behind it as lame as that might sound um i i wasn't too worried about it because yeah Hmm. so it was new to the game and still trying to figure everybody out so no fair enough uh (laughs) it it kind of doesn't amount to a lot uh (laughs) anyway um yeah so, yeah, uh, seven votes for Trip, one vote for Waxler. Trip does not show up or cast a vote, and becomes the first boot of the season. Uh, and so you've you've shed this dead weight, as it were, uh, mm-hmm. as far as challenges are concerned. And um, I know that you know Ch- Chocoplex had his own. Uh, issues uh, losing challenges in Mojo Desert pre-merge um, with tribes much smaller than this one. Uh, so, next to me nodding his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you're you're in a tribe of eight. You have you know the start of a lot of good relationships forming. Um, mm-hmm. How 
I don't know, but you said you were competitive. So, so how determined were you that you needed to win these challenges? Like how, yeah, I guess that's the question. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I don't really like to lose. Um, I wanted to win. I mean, nobody wants to go to tribal council because I mean, I was nervous of getting voted off. <laughs> I I think my my original goal though with it was that I was like I at least want to make it to the merge. Um, I feel like that's like a big sense of accomplishment for Survivor. Um, mm -hmm. it's just making it to the merge point, even just becoming part of the jury. Um, so at least that was my goal, original goal, I guess. I mean, obviously, I wanted to go further than Chacoplex or even <laughs> win, obviously. Um. But I guess those were like just stepping stones. So my first stepping stone was to make it to the merge. In order to do that, obviously you have to win immunity. Yes. So, yeah. But yeah. So I want. I was ready to. Hopefully, since we had someone that wasn't participating and wasn't there, that we would be good for the next challenge. Yes. So that was that was the hope. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the next challenge was Space Cadet. Uh, we asked you to number yourselves from one to eight. I know Euphoria did this alphabetically, um, but I believe Mirth did it uh, initially by like picking your favorite number for a couple of different people. And then there was everyone else just kind of said, all right, just put me wherever I fit in and we'll go from there. Um, and you end up being number three. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. <laughs> I was like, was I three? <laughs> Uh, and so that matched you up with Jordan on the other tribe. Mm -hmm. And the challenge was um, every minute, couple of minutes, there would be a prompt that would show up. It would have a couple of tasks on it, like spelling or sorting or math or something. Mm -hmm. And the, which one, whichever one of you said the, sent the thing first would get points yep. for it. And you just get as many points as you could to help your tribe. Yep. Um, so we come from a challenge like the Ferris wheel that was a little very mellow uh, and you know you had like maybe a minute of you know just trying to type in a command and then you got to kind of sit around for an hour and here you have a challenge that takes about 30 minutes total and it's a lot more faster paced you didn't always know when a prompt was going to show up and they deleted themselves after about a minute of being there um, mm -hmm. how did you feel about like just the difference in how these challenges were set up that like you were able to handle it oh my gosh i even now just think like remembering back to it like <laughs> my heart is like racing thinking about like <laughs> the stress of the challenge and you know because like I, I wanted to win for my team i wanted to get that point um for for them so we could win and um i know i was nervous i know i'm not like the fastest reader so i like to like kind of take my time and like read it but then i also had the time limit of oh my gosh you, it's going to disappear but oh my gosh you have to be the first one to to answer it and i'm like so it's just like my hands are shaking during this whole challenge trying to type it out and everything um and i still to this day remember that i spelled columbia wrong or else i would have got that question right and i think i put a u like the coffee columbia or mm -hmm. instead of the no and i remember that to this day every time i see columbia i'm like freaking challenge uh, <laughs> now i know <laughs> yeah that i know that got smm in his matchup too yeah uh, i'm sure it got a couple people uh no that was <laughs> very it's unfortunate from the out like 
I don't know. I, I think this was early enough in the season where I don't know that I had any favorites yet. So I just <laughs> wanted everybody to do well. Yeah. Um, and like, just like kind of sitting here watching somebody go through and like, oh, you're one number off. Oh, you're one number off. Oh, you're a letter away. You're a letter away. Because uh, I remember looking at it. I was like, that is the Colombian flag. <laughs> Why is it not taking the answer? <laughs> and then I realized, I think you showed the answers or I looked it up when it was over and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, but uh, all good. All good. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I am pretty sure I, I won. So. <laughs> yeah. So you. So you. Uh, there was a hundred total points in each matchup, um, and so it wasn't actually matchup based as far as like you didn't need to beat Jordan, but yeah. Um, the points you got were attributed to yep. Mirth, and the points she got were attributed to Euphoria. Yep. yep. Uh, so you got. I think I beat Jordan. <laughs> you, you got sixteen points, and Jordan also got sixteen points. <laughs> Oh, okay. Good job, Jordan. But there's my competitiveness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was better than four of the other people in your tribe. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, uh, Waxler ends up with the most individual points out of anybody with 49. He did really good at this, uh, but it wasn't enough. Unfortunately, um, Euphoria had 179 points to Mirth's 147. So you're going back to tribal council. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you don't have a trip this time. Uh, <laughs> but you do have somebody who got zero points in the challenge in yep. Spa V. So mm-hmm. was it that simple? I don't know if there's ever a simple vote. Um, I do feel like that was Marth's strategy, though, of, you know, if you don't do well in the challenge, I feel like you were the next one to go and if i'm remembering correctly that is how we voted um each time we went to tribal um so yeah i mean we wanted to stay strong and if you're not gonna be able to help then can you remind me what he got on the ferris wheel too because wasn't he didn't he get lower points on the ferris wheel too he had eight of ten eight yeah. to ten okay never mind never mind then maybe i'm thinking of some something else but yeah um but yeah i do remember talking about like well he got zero points like <laughs> yeah so i know that's who i believe i voted for that time yes yeah that <laughs> one um pretty unanimous uh everyone voted for spivy and then uh he voted for court um mm. and i don't know I, i've been asking the people i've talked to from mirth about this but this tribal council, uh, you know, revealed during the conversation and in the questions that I was asking uh, that he had, you know, there wasn't really much of a, I don't know, external relationship between him and Court, but mm. he was he recognized Court from having watched her play other seasons and other places uh, on Discord, and in this tribal council channel for this vote there's a couple of times where he just you know he said here i'll I'll quote um when i realized i was here with court i almost cried court was a finalist in the first org i watched she's been my org superhero ever since meeting her here was one of the best experiences of my life i'm proud to say we became friends um etc etc kind of like uh uh, you know, kind of just like really building her up as this like really good 
org player in a couple of different places um which you know if you know if you're you know playing survivor obviously you don't need somebody to tell you that boston rob's really good at the game right yeah (laughs) but if you don't know anybody if you don't know who boston rob is and somebody comes in and like starts like worshiping at his feet that's a little weird and probably you know is I don't know, concerning and obviously something that I, if you're Boston Rob, you don't want to have happen <laughs> if you're trying to play a game, you know, as yourself. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious uh, if that was something that like meant anything to you or made you think kind of maybe reevaluate the way you were looking at court or anything in that sense. Yeah. I just felt like courting was somebody that I connected with. So I don't really. I mean, I think she even said that she played other orgs and even made it that far um, herself to me. Um, but maybe that's where I am getting the information was from Swa. How you say his name? Swavi. Uh, um, it's spelled like Swahui, but I believe he yeah. told me it's pronounced Spavi. I'm not so, sure. Spavi. I want to get it right. Uh, sorry, because yeah, it does. I always called him Swahi or Swahui. <laughs> I think I said Swahi in my mind. I don't know why, but. Um, but I want to get it right since, I mean, yeah. yeah. Don't know how to say things um, sometimes. Um, but yeah, I I, I I know. I just felt a better connection with Courtney. And even now experiencing playing another org, it's like they're all different in its sense. So, I mean, and each one comes with its own challenges. So who's to say, I mean, I mean, she did make it to the finals, but who's to say that? join this game she wouldn't have made it that far um but yeah i didn't think it was as concerning to me at the time um because i just felt like i connected better to courtney court than um bobby okay fair enough fair enough uh so spavi voted out 17th uh and now you're down two players to euphoria and uh it's a little, I don't know, like, it's a little bit of a precarious situation, I guess. Um, you know, they're getting the chance to sit out whoever they want, kind of, at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I don't know how much that really matters when it's not necessarily, like, physical challenges. But uh, still, you know, it, if it's a jigsaw puzzle or whatever the case may be, it helps to be able to sit out somebody who might not be good at that. Um I know, the, with now having lost two challenges in a row, was there even, like, added pressure to keep, to do even better than you've been doing? Um, oh, definitely. Just the weight kind of oh, keeps adding to itself. Yeah, I think each time you lose a challenge, you just start thinking about, are we ever going to win as a team? Or is this, is Euphoria just going to be, like, this much stronger? And you kind of even start, like, coming merge. Like, are you just going to get picked off one by one? Because... You're already down in numbers. Is this going to continue? You even come to merge, and how do you how do you bounce back from this? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the next challenge was Carnival Games, uh, similar to Space Cadet in that we paired you up, except instead of everybody doing the same thing, uh, you were all doing different things, and we provided you with some very vague. Uh, sometimes unhelpful descriptions of what each thing was um and so you were uh, you ultimately end up doing the crabbiest 
challenge. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, we asked for, yeah, your crabbiest player. Um, I don't know. Was there a reason that you ended up that one, or was that kind of a leftover for after other what people had the, picked? What were the other options again? <laughs> <laughs> so there was quickest, luckiest, most yeah. calculating, most yeah. observant, most athletic and most accurate yeah i mean i guess i could have got a couple of other ones um maybe some people decided them before me so out of the ones that i had left maybe i chose crabbiest because maybe i related to it because i'm kind of feisty <laughs> so i can go crabbiest <laughs> maybe that's why um, i don't remember if i sent out and been like i want this one or if i kind of just waited to see what was left um to let others just pick first um but I know I definitely wouldn't have picked the luckiest because I don't really feel like I'm usually that lucky of a person um, or most calculated as I figured it would deal with math. And yeah, mm. so yeah, yes. that's probably why I went with Krabius because it probably just best suited um, some of my personality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so originally you were supposed to play against Bird. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh. But then we ended up having a weird... <sighs> permissions thing where uh, uh, I think what happened was we had tested the challenge in the channel that Bird was about to play and when mm. we opened the channel up we forgot that we still had like leftover stuff in it and so they saw some of the prompts that were going right. to happen right. um, and so we tried to find uh, right. I think Jordan was one of the people who sat out of this one we tried to find get them to play uh, get her to play and she wasn't able to but Ultimately, we were able to swap Bird out for Maddie. And mm. so you took on Maddie in the Crab Dash, which um, began as like a... There's a game you can play at like a park uh, or a carnival where you like... Uh, it's it's similar to skee-ball where you're like you're rolling a ball up an incline mm -hmm. and it's like kind of trying to get it to fall into a hole worth the most yeah. points. That was kind of the idea behind this challenge. Uh, where you'd get a prompt and you'd have two options. You'd either have a one-point question or a two-point question. And uh, typically, the one-point question was almost always something that you could eventually figure out, even if you had to Google it or you know trial and error or something. Like, um, you know, how many players rode the Ferris wheel 10 times? Like, you don't necessarily know that offhand, but like you just start guessing 10, 11, 12, 13 until you got to the right answer. Um, and then the two-point questions were much more you either know it or you don't type of situation usually. Um, like, what is the name of the bus company that brought you to Nexus Park? <laughs> or what is the five, what was the five-word phrase uh, that you, you, you put in to receive your buff uh, during the orientation? And the, it was a race between you and Maddie to get to 15 points in whatever manner uh, it took either all one point questions or all two point questions or whatever the case may be um so here we are again another sort of speed based thing mm -hmm. uh how are you feeling about this the same that i felt when i played <laughs> against jordan and space cadets it's just speed it just always makes me nervous i just want to you know do it fast and not make mistakes and you know just i mean yeah i feel like i like i said slower reader so i just want to you know be able to get it right on the first try and mm -hmm. keep going but yeah 
now that you're explaining it, I kind of remember this a little bit. I do remember going up originally against Bird and then they weren't able to participate. And I remember feeling afterwards and even later on in the season being like, thank goodness I didn't face <laughs> off against them. Because <laughs> they were obviously a strong competitor. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking, just kind of scrolling through some of the questions. Uh, 39th president of the United States. I think uh, how many squares on a standard bingo card? Um, sixth planet from the sun. These are the ones that you answered. Um, I think how many possible DM channels are there with two tribes of nine is one you got for two points. Uh, and so on. And uh, ultimately, um, uh, we called you to stop at one point and reveal that you were the winner. Yes. Good job. What is? Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yes, I do remember finally. Yes, that is one. Okay, maybe this is the matchup I was thinking about that I was that I won. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, good. did really well. Did really well. Thanks. Um, let's see here. If yeah, because we had we had to come up with fifteen total prompts because there was a chance that somebody would go through all the one point questions first, <laughs> just mm-hmm. in case. Um, but it looks like it took you uh, smallest continent question. Um, I didn't even see that. Where was that? I don't know. Uh, somewhere. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. That was the 14th prompt, I guess. But I, I think we must have tallied up the points. Because um, I know you got a handful of uh, two-pointers in there. a lot of two-points, too. got some good two-point ones. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. No. You, uh, you beat Maddie. I think we let you just both kind of go to the very end of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then we went back and tracked to see who got to 15 first, timestamp-wise. Um, so yeah, you you win that one. You win a point for your for Mirth. And uh, Bird goes off to f- face Brendan in the shooting gallery where Bird wins. Um, SMM beats Nay in Rimmed Out, the athletic challenge. Uh, Bramble Cat edges out Spenjamin in calculating cha- in the calculating guesstimation. Shamrock was luckier than Court and wins Plinko. Uh, Darcy is faster than Waxler and wins Pistol Panic. And then Jimmy beats Steph in reten- in, in the observant retention challenge. And so Mirth wins immunity four to three. You got your first one. Yeah, that felt good. Yeah, you get it. You get. It. Being nervous as the results will come in. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it's a bit fire relief running that first one. I mean, once you get the first one under your belt, you you, you get some more confidence within your tribe and. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, absolutely. You get a you get a day off as well, which is always great. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. I felt good. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, Euphoria has to go. They vote out Lord Shamrock. Uh, that's the lucky now. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, um, he's sixteenth, uh, and we're down to fifteen people left. 
and your one your tribe one person lower than Euphoria. Not quite as big of an imbalance. You just got to win one challenge, and the numbers are even. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So that challenge, hopefully, fingers crossed, would be roller co- the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, without revealing the details yet, do you remember the roller coaster that much? I tell you. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Your memory does not serve me well a lot of times, um, especially recently. I, I just, it's so bad. I mean, like when you're in the moment, you remember so much, and then, and then you get back to reality, and then you start worrying about other things. And oh, let me tell you, my mind. I can't, sometimes, and even playing, like I've played another org, and sometimes I can't even distinguish like who was in which which one like i don't know did i meet this person in an alliance or did i meet this person in the other one i'm just like I don't remember. like that's how bad my memory is sometimes so until it gets jogged i'm like you're gonna have to explain it again all right all right uh so this challenge attempts to replicate the sort of feeling of riding a roller coaster that has like all the bells and whistles so a lift hill a steep drop helixes hills uh break zones uh, a splashdown section, um, the place where it takes your photo, and so on. Uh, and <clears throat> you're doing this as a group of seven, and so each task is kind of tailored to the fact that there's a group of you in, in, in one way or another. So, uh, okay. Uh, and so what I said when you started, uh, which you start the challenge around like 10.30 in the evening, and I think I had said, to, told everybody that you should ex- estimate that it would take about 60 minutes. Um, spoilers, that's not even close to <laughs> how long it takes both tribes. Um, <laughs> a lot closer to two hours or longer. Uh, but I said, um, I strongly encourage you to take a second and understand things before you begin. Once the timer starts, it won't stop. And oh, then, they start early, right? <laughs> yeah. So the first yeah. the first task is the lift hill where as a team you have to count to 500 by ones and the same right. person can't count consecutively right and your time starts when someone sends the number one as the first message and lo and behold <laughs> the first yeah. thing said after that is smm typing in the message yep. one yep good job buddy. oh boy uh yep. <laughs> now i mean Okay, so I guess to play a little bit of devil's advocate here, um, Uh counting is something uh, you learn to do as like a kindergartner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Obviously, you're not counting opposite with another person. And if you are, you're probably in the same like room as them, which makes it a lot easier to do it that way. But uh, I don't know, like how much strategy can there really be when you're just counting by ones? Yeah, you don't think it's going to be as hard as it is until you actually start doing it. And I just, yeah, and you want to do it quickly. And I think that became part of our problem is that we wanted to do it fast so that we made too many mistakes then by either, you know, hit fat thumbing of number or just repeating a number or not being into that good rhythm. Um, I think we had too many people going mm-hmm. at once. And then I think we narrowed it down to just two yes you started out trying to use everybody um yeah. got to about 30 
And then SMM suggested maybe just using two people. Uh, redeeming himself, yeah. <laughs> a little, yeah. And so, um, but like even that had some issues. Uh, yeah. Court and Bramblecat made a mistake. Court and Jimmy made mistakes. Um, you and Brendan went and Brendan made a mistake. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, know, I remember this now. <laughs> yeah. We're about 15 minutes into the challenge and you're still at the first step, haven't made any progress. Um, and then finally you get some progress. Um, you're basically end up, you, what you're doing is like two people are counting, you stop at a hundred and then two different people count and they do a hundred and then two different people and so on and so forth. Um, which seems to work a little bit better. Uh, you do get another Brendan mistake, um, in the three hundreds and, um, another one from him at 301 uh you and bramble make that up and jimmy and waxler make it up and then court and bramble finally get you to the 500 mark and so this one ends up taking like 40 minutes all by itself that's a lot of time yep uh i think if you had done like i don't know if like uh, exceptionally well is necessarily what you needed to do on the rest of them but like you would have to do like above average performance on I think everything else to yep. to keep up uh, mm-hmm. and you know you did everybody did great on the steep drop that one was fine break yep. zone number one was like a series of math equations uh, everybody was working well together on that and SMM submits all the answers boom not too not too difficult and then we hit the sort of uh, straw that breaks the camel's back, I guess, <laughs> with, <laughs> with the Helix. So uh, we ha- you had to pick three people to join a voice channel. And yep. I would send a sentence to one of them. They would say it on the voice channel. And the other two people would have to repeat that sentence perfectly. And we did that with each person got a different sentence. Uh, and that's kind of the, the mm, doesn't 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 get much it just it just more frustrating than this part yeah <laughs> it frustrating and then this happened <laughs> yeah uh so you were one of the people on the voice channel yes uh i'm trying Pretty to find sure I brendan oh is that you you took brendan's spot i think it was courtney brendan and was it jimmy i think so i'm not 100 percent certain yeah, I'm not either. I'm just trying. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. But as I said, my memory's not always good. But I think that's who started it. And then I believe Brendan tried, and he was, yeah, no, I can't do this. I'm like, then why did you volunteer? <laughs> so then I was like, fine, I'll just do it. I'll do it. So yeah, yes. he couldn't even make it past the first one, which was the easiest of the three, Correct. the shortest, I'd say too. Um, of the messages that we had to repeat. Yes. Yeah, it looks so. like Jimmy Court Brendan started. Um, I gave the first sentence to Court. Jimmy got it. And then, uh, since yeah, since you hadn't gone any further into the challenge, you were still able to sub out at that point. And so you yeah. took that spot. Um, yeah. And so uh, you ended up with the most complicated sentence uh, longest one, which is probably best, right? Like you actually got to just read it. <laughs> you didn't yeah. have to worry about copying it down. Um, yep. 
which is great. What it's stressful for me, which is why I didn't do the fourth one, is because I I know I'm not always the most clear at enunciating how I talk, or I talk faster than my brain can can think. So that's why I was hesitant to volunteer for this. Um, but yeah, so I am glad I got this in a way. Um, the last one, but at the same time, I was just like, you have to go slow. You have to go slow because I am just such a naturally fast talker. <laughs> yes, uh, I had so much fun writing these sentences. I'll say, <laughs> um, yeah, you had a sentence about uh, a time two weeks ago with going to the dog park and, um, and then like you, there's a. T- 10 digit phone number in the middle of this and delivery or something or pizza yep yep just oh my gosh (laughs) you'd ordered you ordered two large pizzas one with anchovies and pineapple the other with pepperoni canadian bacon red onions and mushrooms um yeah i mean like it's kind of like the sort of linchpin of making a sentence really long is lists (laughs) yeah right so i think the first sentence was just like one big list almost um, mm-hmm. the second sentence was more, uh, more, more of like a run on type of thing. And then this one kind of combined the two. Um, so yeah, between you and Jimmy and court, you are able to finish it off, uh, despite, uh, a bit of a setback there. And now we're, I think about an hour and 10 minutes in, and it ends up taking euphoria, uh, an hour and 43 minutes with their penalties so i think technically you could have still made it not sure um I, yeah i think back of like if smm did not start with one right away would we have had a better strategy to start the counting rather than just going and firing because i feel like that had us have panic set in since we had to just go so that's what i'm just wondering if we did have the time to think of a strategy to count before we actually just said one and panic <laughs> if that would have helped but eh, who knows probably not <laughs> yeah i think i kind of feel like one of the two mistakes either smm or brendan was potentially enough to cost you the challenge but if you could have yeah. avoided both maybe you get there yeah. um yeah and i think we i mean i think the elephant in the room here is that we find out then later <laughs> that Brendan was drinking beforehand and maybe had one too many. Yeah. And dude, then why do you go on a speaking <laughs> chat? Sorry, Brendan, if you listen to this one, but I just gotta say, this is what I'm, my mind was thinking during the time, and I'm just gonna be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was just really frustrated in the moment. I mean, like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's... Fun, but not when you need to win. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is like 11 p.m. in the evening. Obviously, that's pretty late if you're on the East yeah. Coast, um, even if you're not, really. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's tough. Uh, and, and what, you know, kind of compounds upon this is the very next task was counting from A to Z back to A, and it had to be everyone who wasn't on the voice call. So mm-hmm. that left Waxler and Bramble and SMM and Brendan and the other three went and then brendan doesn't show up yeah he left didn't he for a little bit or he just stopped talking for a little bit right yeah uh so you took you took a penalty to proceed without him 
<laughs> after a minute or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a jigsaw puzzle uh, where the pieces were all within um, inside an image, uh, which makes it really hard to <laughs> put the pieces together. Uh, you said something about, is anyone else flipping their laptop around? <laughs> um, but you have to like, it's tough to like cut them out uh, on like Google Paint or something like that, or like Microsoft Paint or whatever. Um, yeah. Again, I'm not tech savvy, so I wasn't doing that. That's why yep. I was turning my computer around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eventually, Waxler gets the right answer, gleaming the cube, which brings you to uh, the last sequence of stuff. Uh, so we have Splashdown, where you had to post 10 images of water. They can yeah. be taken from the yeah. internet or anywhere you like, you'd like, uh, as long as they're different types of water. So mm-hmm. lake, river, ocean, etc. Um you had you included a beach uh, and a pool, <laughs> um, and you get through that one pretty easily. And then another one where if you don't have all seven people, it's going to hurt is the scavenger hunt portion. Uh, yep. A list of ten things. So you had to find a salt shaker, cookie cutter, umbrella, deck of cards, tweezers, double A battery, adhesive tape, a three hundred and fifty page long book, a red shirt, and a pumpkin, and uh one of the caveats was that all of you had to send an item and we took the first item you sent for each thing so if one person had just posted images of the first 10 items that would mean six people would have to take a penalty Uh, again another point where talking about it beforehand might help Mm -hmm. Um, which you did actually there was a lot of the unlike the start of the, (laughs) the challenge you did take a second and coordinate a little bit to make sure everyone was getting something um we even let you draw pictures of the things if you couldn't have a tangible one um and i think you end up um missing an item and also not having a brendan with the umbrella mm-hmm. so a little more so you ended up posting an umbrella to avoid that part of the penalty but still mm-hmm. took the Brendan part of the penalty. Yep. Uh, and then the last part was a five-letter word that you kind of uh, shifted down the alphabet and mm-hmm. in a counting format. Yeah. And so you got back to the beginning. Daddy. Yeah, right? I think we used daddy. Yes, correct. Yeah. Three of the same letter. Super easy to get that one to go. Um and so everybody kind of participated in that. You finished. It's after midnight. <laughs> um, and uh, it's been a long challenge. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, not a successful one. So um, it took you, with penalties, uh, two hours and 11 and a half minutes. And it took Euphoria one hour and 43 minutes. So about 28 minute gap uh, which was a little bit longer than the time uh, than the amount of penalties you accrued so yeah you remove the brendan penalties and you remove probably the initial freaking out over smm and i think you you make up that time i assume i think Uh, so yeah yeah. Uh, so you're going back to your third tribal council and four votes uh what uh was there any uh was it ever not going to be brendan 
given what happened in the challenge? Was there consideration for it to be SMM? No, I think in my mind it was going to be Brendan. I mean, again, I I had a stronger connection to SMM than mine did Brendan, um, even though I love SMM. He was, he, I mean, I, he was just a little bit of a spaz. He he does jump from place to place, uh, which is fine. It's great. I'm glad. I'm glad um, he's him. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, to me, like, I don't know. It just it's so frustrating. And I'm in my conventional confessional now. And I think Brendan really wanted us to vote for Jimmy yes. or whatever. And that's what I had that Brendan missed two of his turns in the first challenge in challenge two brendan scored nine and jimmy got 30th and shut out his opponent challenge three brendan lost his game jimmy won his and challenge four brendan left us and jimmy was so active and he wanted us to vote out jimmy and i'm like dude you have no point <laughs> no point so yeah i mean i know he had to try to save himself but yeah i mean yeah i just I just think I'm yo. You can drink. I don't care. I'm not like against it or anything like that or anything. But you know you got a challenge coming up. Then try not to have one too many. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it, it, that part cost us. So there's yeah. you know this like you said this was a very challenge first you know tribe strength mentality that everyone yeah. had and mm-hmm. uh, you know. That's, I mean, it's great if you're good at challenges or, you know, helpful in challenges to have that mentality because then you can probably feel pretty safe about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's also, I don't know, it's a fairly, like, inflexible strategy um, that I know I have, I I talked to Bramblecat and they mentioned a couple of times that, you know, there was somebody they would have preferred voting out, but they Mm -hmm. kind of didn't feel like they could because that person didn't do the worst in the challenge or sort of thing. Um, so, you know, like if, if for example, um, you know, a Waxler or Bramble cat had, you know, just completely, you know, screwed up in a challenge. Um, I don't know, like how long, how, how long would it take before all of a sudden it becomes, well, you know, there's more to it than just how good you are at challenges if it doesn't yep. line up with the people you're working with. Exactly. That's why, I mean, not, like, challenge strength is one thing, but then also the social game is another aspect, and that definitely takes into a huge a huge account into if you can be a part of the tribe, because if you're not somebody that you can trust and you're not good at challenges, then unfortunately that's going to leave you out on the tribe, but if you're in and you can people trust you on the tribe but you don't do well on challenges then I, you still have a fighting chance mm-hmm. so and i think that for me personally again my relationship with brendan wasn't as strong as the others on the tribe right yeah yeah i mean yeah i think if maybe if you had if sort of like the roles had been reversed and it was smm who'd created you know, committed the biggest issue and mm-hmm. Brendan had committed a smaller issue, but mm-hmm. you know, then you're like, okay, well maybe it becomes a little bit more difficult. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I definitely would have, I mean, I definitely think it would have been a more difficult decision 
to have of, oh, I do, I mean, SMM is great, and we get along, and he's good for the tribe, but, I mean, he really screwed up this challenge, but, you know, but we're friends, and, yeah, so that definitely would have gave a lot more to think about if that was, if the roles were a little bit switched in that challenge. Yes. Um, what mistakes they made, so definitely. Um. So the other part of this vote in particular is uh, Court's going to end up voting with Brendan against Jimmy here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and so uh, I think I remember, let me see, I don't know if I can find it that quickly. Um, but I, I think I remember, yeah, in, in the DM channel that Court shared with Brendan, uh, she says something to him about, you know, I've been asking other people, and no one's giving me a direct answer about who we're voting for, sort of thing. Um, and you, as somebody who was relatively close to court, uh, was this, I don't know, like what, was there anything like, if you can remember, I guess, um, that prevented you or anybody from being more forthcoming with her or like thinking she was closer to Brendan than she was or something like that? Maybe that was the case, but I just, I mean, I felt like, felt like I probably would have told Court eventually. I mean, I have to go back and look at our DMs to see what I actually said, but there's part of me that feels like I maybe would have just said, I think it's Brendan or, I don't know. I I feel like I did, but I guess I didn't. Um, But yeah, I, I just don't, I don't remember don't remember exactly of what was said between us for that vote um, that I'd have to go back and look at. Um, let's see. Uh, I can see if I can find some of that. Let's see. It looks like this is the first conversation the two of you had after the vote. Um, you said, sorry, I didn't mean to beat around the bush today. I had lots of conversations going on, and I came to the conclusion that I felt Jimmy was better in challenges than Brendan was. Brendan has made mistakes in every challenge so far, and Jimmy has proven to be there. I know Brendan talked more, but that was my reasoning. And Court said, that's okay. I just don't want it to seem like I was against the tribe. Um, uh, she said, I'm not normally one to thrust myself into the spotlight, but I love this tribe, and I don't feel the need to lie at all or try to cover my ass. Also, I wasn't trying to call anyone out. It was just a combo of waiting for direct answers. It wasn't just you. And Brendan being so upset, I felt for him and decided to tell him if it made him feel better, I would not vote him. Um, so so it's, okay. it doesn't sound like I told her what the vote, what how it was voting. Yeah, there was a pretty, I, I don't know when Ch- Tribal started, I think it was like eight or, or like nine o'clock or something. Um, but like you and Heard hadn't talked for a few hours before that. Um, so I don't know, you kind of alluded to being fairly busy uh, which may have been the case. I'm not sure. Yeah. Probably. Because <laughs> 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 I felt like if I wasn't working or whatever, I at least was trying to keep up with the DMs. Um, but yeah, so I was probably working earlier that day or whatnot. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay. yeah, I wasn't just saying those words to be like, <laughs> avoiding talking to you. <laughs> Definitely doing something. I just don't know what it was. But yeah. But yeah, I, I guess I didn't tell Court then, and sorry, Court. I guess there is some reason besides just a busy day too that I just didn't want to. But 
I guess, I mean, I said the reasoning too, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to like really think back to be like, why? I mean, obviously, because there was Bram and Wax, you know, the, the trio of us, but like, why then there was more hesitance than with Courtney to just share information compared to them or whatnot. Like, that's what I'm trying to think back to or think about why. I don't know, because I do feel like we were pretty honest with each other, and... Yeah, because uh, I know... Uh, I, I know Bramblecat was not... Uh, I don't think Bramble or Wax were yeah, terribly close to Court either. I think I trusted Court, or I was closer to the Court than the two of them were. So when I felt like since it was two against one, that maybe that's why I put a little bit more space then between... Or I just went with them, because I didn't want to feel like I was the one that was making the decisions either because I didn't want to really be on the chopping block. <laughs> but, yeah. So maybe that's why there was more more of that space then because it did feel like, okay, well, if two people that I trust aren't trusting this other person, which I do, then, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I need to put some space. But I know later on, someone I didn't trust and Bram trusted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I still... I just sometimes I guess maybe what I'm trying to think about too is I just needed to go a little bit more with my gut. Um, I don't regret ever, and I will never regret being with Bram and Wax because I mean we're, we're the PTA for a reason. So um, right. yeah, but I think that there is definitely more things that okay maybe I should have trusted Court a little bit more or um, been a little bit more firm with with. Um, Bram with how I felt about Bird and trusting them. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you went to Bramblecat about, um, I guess, maybe an hour before Tribal started, maybe an hour and a half, and said, Jimmy feels Court and Brendan are working together. And you had an idea. Um, and you said, you were right that we should have had jimmy over court in the five alliance so i guess that would be Bramblewax yourself smm number four and you had wanted court as the fifth Mm -hmm. but now considering that jimmy should be the fifth person potentially yeah and so the idea was uh you bramble and wax vote for brendan smm and jimmy vote for court and you know that court and brendan are voting for jimmy which would have Mm -hmm. been a Three two two. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case that Brendan had an idol, or that somebody, uh, or that Court, you even uh, suggest that Court could have been helping him find an idol. Um, something something. Uh, Waxler apparently was not uh, on board with this plan, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it, uh, I guess, ends up that you don't. Um, end up splitting the votes as it turns out Um, yeah I don't know it's a really interesting because it seems like you and you and court kind of uh, resolved things pretty quickly uh, Mm -hmm. and amicably after the fact Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah I know yeah Bramble had said to me that like literally every vote after the trip vote was one where they wished they could have voted out court (laughs) kind of Mm -hmm. Um, and that they really couldn't because you were close to court and Mm. so uh 
I guess, yeah. Um, hmm. yeah. I don't know. I think I just give a lot of people the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not just in the game, but in life too. So I think that's probably what I was doing and as well, like, even if it was like subconsciously too. So I don't know. Yeah. Definitely definitely like went back and forth. Like, ugh, who do I trust? Who do like, you know, like who yeah. do I really want to be with? Cause like, I don't want to be rude. I don't really want to lie to anybody either. Like I know it's part of the game, but that's just not me. So mm -hmm. it was hard for me to do that. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, Brendan voted out five to two, uh, becomes the fourth person eliminated. We are down to 14 people left, seven to uh, eight to six. Uh, and that brings us to White Knuckles, the go-kart challenge. Um, a big old spreadsheet challenge mm -hmm. <laughs> um, where it wasn't a tribe challenge. It was an individual challenge. And both tribes were going to be going to tribal council whether mm -hmm. they liked it or not. Um, so your tribe has six people and, uh, Jimmy ends up not being able to be there for this one. So really it's only five people, uh, competing. Um, what, uh, this one, <laughs> I guess two things, I guess. First thing is, uh, this is the first challenge where I feel like it veers into, um, complicated as far as like how the rules work and how the strategy of it is uh a lot of the previous challenges were just do things fast or be there at the right time type of thing and this was no you need to like think about what you're doing map it mm -hmm. out plan it out if you want to have the best result uh, mm -hmm. how did you feel about that type of challenge and how did you did you feel like it was something that was in your wheelhouse or something that you had to like put extra effort into to kind of make it work or however this one this one hurt my my head <laughs> this one really had to put some extra effort into it and like really really think about each move and make sure you didn't go too fast around the curves or you know worry about it. someone else is going to end up in your square um but yeah i just remember like oh my head hurt after this one just trying to like just figure it out and make like i don't know it's just I mean, each challenge is stressful, but there's different types of stress. And this one was just like tense of like, yeah, it hurt my head. <laughs> a little confusing at first until like, especially until you got the hang of it too. Um, yeah. Because I think yeah. I even made a mistake at one point. So I'm in my confessional looking at all the left one up six and all that <laughs> stuff. So Yes. Uh, yeah. A lot a lot going into this one um there were also spots on the map where if you stopped on them they had information or clues mm -hmm. or something to mm -hmm. them uh mm -hmm. were those ever things that you were interested in enough to veer away from trying to win um i think if like how i was going i guess i i couldn't think enough ahead of how to get there and continue trying to win at the same time. So I feel like by the time I came up on a box, um, I either had to decide, are you going for it? Or are you going to try to keep going? And I just 
outside just to keep going because it just was too much <laughs> to think about like go here or go there <laughs> go get a box or go or not so mm-hmm. um i felt like i think i don't i think at one point i know courtney court got one right um yeah uh smm got was the only person who got the first one he mm-hmm. and court both got the second one and then waxler got the third one yeah and i think because i i mean i trusted all of them so i'm like all right so they're hopefully whatever they got they're they share you know they say what was what it was so yeah i guess i was just more more concerned about not crashing into the walls and uh <laughs> winning it than going for those special boxes okay uh, so that become it becomes a two car race between you and Bramblecat. Uh, mm-hmm. I think pretty early, uh, mm-hmm. right after like that first turn is kind of mm-hmm. where you see people split up, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you end up fairly close. Uh, I think you know. Let's see, one, two, three, five, six. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. You are almost. You're like one and a half rounds away from crossing the finish line when Bramblecat hits it. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how. <laughs> I guess I don't know what I'm asking here. Um. I mean, I was happy for Bram. Yeah. I was happy that she won. Um. I yeah. I was just like, I, I feel like there was even come merge. I think there was some that I got close to, or I'm still contenders in. So I mean, it's just fun to even just be a contender. Um. But I mean, I was happy that somebody that I was closest one of the closer ones i was to um with in my alliance won it so right yeah so that made me happy given that this was an individual challenge you were Mm -hmm. able to kind of come into it knowing you're gonna have to vote somebody out and Mm -hmm. you know you can kind of figure out like early on like okay well i know Jimmy's not going to win immunity. I know SMM's not going to win immunity. I know Court's not going to win immunity. And ultimately, I know Waxler's not going to win immunity. And then, mm-hmm. you know, by the end of it, you're like, okay, Bramblecat's going to be immune. How do we, you know, I don't know. Are you doing the kind of, like, gymnastics in your head of, of like, okay, uh, as long as, you know, this and that person don't win, we'll be able to easily make a decision once this is over kind of thing yeah i guess so um i just um i'm just trying to even just look but i mean i feel like in my head i was gonna vote for jimmy just i mean pretty much with my last um reasonings too it's just like who who am i closer to at this point who is it who is it who is it and unfortunately jimmy was at the bottom of my list even though he was a great guy. He was very kind, um, very, very good person, um, but just not as strong as connections. I didn't talk to him as much as I did with Court, SMM, Wax, and Bram. And that's right. kind of how I, I saw it. I mean, I, I felt like, yeah, I just felt like he was the next to go. I didn't really, don't really think I felt too nervous going into that tribal. Um, and I think if I remember... Right, I think Jimmy asked us to vote for him. Yes, Jimmy. Because do it with his work schedule or something, which was sad, like, mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Was that the reasoning? I think, yeah, he didn't have a job, I believe, when the season started, but had gotten one by this point in the game, and it was part of why he wasn't able to participate in the challenge. Um, 
and a kind of a situation where you know you can't just take time out of work on your first week there Mm -hmm. right um and so i do think yeah he ultimately i think asks to be the vote that night oh my gosh i totally lied i didn't even have a job when i did this (laughs) what am i talking about this was 2021. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I quit my job back in May. I wasn't working. So, folks, wow, <laughs> there's a <laughs> turn of events in my memory then. <laughs> Speaking of jobs, well, I mean, I did. I was a stay at home mom. So, technically, I mean, that is a job in itself. But mm-hmm. yeah. I wasn't working at Chick fil A. Oh, silly me. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry for lying, folks. Um, but yeah, so the, I mean, it is. It's 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 hard. You this this game takes up a bunch of your time. Um, so I don't I don't blame Jimmy. Um, but like I was saying, even though he was next on my list, no matter what, seeing somebody go out that way is not one that you want to see. You know, like you don't want someone to, you know, necessarily forfeit their spot. You know, um, especially when they're such a great person. Um, but knew I had to it just I mean that was gonna be my next vote so I mean mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I don't know what else to say about that but yeah, yeah. uh I guess uh, if if Jimmy hadn't asked um to be voted out mm-hmm. and you know in the course of leading the lead up to this tribal council there had been you know a push to vote for vote out court from Bramble or Waxler. Uh, yeah. You know, was that something you would have fought, entertained, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bit your tongue on? How do you know? Do you know how you would have handled that? Yeah, that would have been, that would have been stressful. And I think, wow, that, if Jimmy didn't say that he wanted to be voted out, I think that this could have really been a, a turning point in the game with, trust i don't know if court would have i don't know how much she actually trusted me going into the merge or not or you know i mean i can't speak for her and how she felt but how i felt is i did have i did trust her to an extent um maybe not as strong as bram or wax but oh i i think i think i still would have voted jimmy even if bram and wax decide to vote court um just because i I don't know. I just I just felt like I connected with court. But that's just me saying that now. I don't know, actually, if I would have done that in the moment. But I would like to say I would have. Right. So yeah, I don't know. That's that's just really tough. And I'm I, I'm actually very thankful I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That decision then because that would have been stressful. Yeah, I, I think. Uh... It feels like, at least, regardless of how um, the vote would have gone, that there wouldn't have been as close to as tight of a three at the start of the merge, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, which maybe opens itself up to something different as the merge mm-hmm. unfolds. I'm yeah. not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, the... The information slash advantages that were aware of uh, available during the challenge were um, information that the uh, merge was going to be at final eleven, 
And so mm. this was 14. You're going to vote two people out, one from each tribe, which meant mm-hmm. there was going to be one more vote uh, and challenge before the merge happened. Um, Court, Waxler, and SMM got the second advantage, which was, I think, pointed to mm-hmm. uh, where we hid one of the neural links um, mm-hmm. that I think SMM ultimately finds. And then Waxler got an advantage, which was a clue to uh, the um, peregrine goggles that he found. Yeah. Uh, and so all that happens. Jimmy asks uh, to be the next vote. Um, and that's what happens. Uh, he votes for Court on his way out. And otherwise, everyone votes for Jimmy. In addition, uh, when you show up to this tribal council, it is revealed that there are a couple of Euphoria players uh, spectating you in Darcy and Spengeman. Um, un- uh, unfortunately, I guess for them, this was a fairly straightforward and uneventful tribal council. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess like just knowing that they're there, does that affect... Obviously, you're in a situation where you want to be kind of very precise with the words you're saying and making sure you're not giving somebody the wrong impression. Um, yeah. But does that just kind of add another layer of like, oh, gotta be a little extra careful now that I don't give something away? Yeah, I think so. Um, but I think there's so many times in, in Survivor, it's just luck. You know, <laughs> you just get lucky um, at certain points of the game. Um, and this is one of the ones for the whole Mirth tribe where it is a straightforward vote and we don't really have to show them anything or any any strategy going into our voting method or showing maybe who who our alliances are with or anything like that, even though I'm pretty sure at this point in the game, Bram has already been connected through a neural link. Um, yes. And already talking about like who she's close to and stuff like that but um so they already had some insider knowledge um but they didn't have to find that out through tribal they didn't have to find out anything new um that they may have not have known through any other neural links out there right so yeah it was good that was i mean sorry it was boring for them but sorry not sorry (laughs) Yeah, um, of course. But I know that their tribal was fun. Yeah. So Jimmy's out in 14th. Um, your tribal was the day after the go-karts. Their tribal was the day after yours. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think a couple of hours before their tribal was scheduled, we jumped into your camp and told you that there were three tickets you could go find in the sub-channels to go spectate their tribal council. And I believe it's you and SMM and Waxler who find those three tickets, if yeah. I remember correctly. And I'm pretty sure SMM helped me find a ticket. <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember. Um, yeah. I don't know. Something, yeah, it's kind of jogging my memory that he was kind of like, try this or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. I do remember being part of that tribal. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, you found the ticket a little after seven. Uh, tribal council starts at like nine and uh yeah so i guess you know you how much do you know before this tribal council happens about any of the dynamics over on euphoria nothing i don't remember like nothing i didn't have any of the neural links or anything like that um 
I don't remember people saying, I don't, at least I don't recall, um, anything really being said. I had no idea. So this was just, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I still understand everything, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we have 13 people left in the game. Uh, Euphoria had been to Tribal Council once prior to this. Uh, <laughs> it's day 13 in the game. And you and, and Wax and SMM all get to kind of watch. You can't talk to each other. You can't talk to anybody while it's happening. And uh, <laughs> we start, and um, it just it doesn't take more than, like, a few minutes uh, before just the shit hits the fan, honestly. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, uh, you know, I, I say this a lot, but... You know, in Tribal Council, like I don't, I don't bring up stuff that the players don't want to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. There's certain things that I was there for, like the challenges mm -hmm. that I can bring up, kind of without anyone prompting me. But mm -hmm. whatever the heck's going on <laughs> in like the DMs and the sub channels and stuff, like I'm physically not there, so I need them to tell me. And yep. it's really, you know, one of the things I love about Taylor is that he has no qualms. <laughs> bringing stuff up to the forefront of the conversation um and so we're not even like five minutes into the tribal council and taylor says bird and darcy have an alliance with bramble cat via a neural link and obviously this is true <laughs> but all of a sudden this is now public knowledge that everyone on euphoria knows and if obviously you knew it and i assume waxler knew it as well but if SMM didn't know it, he knows now. Um, mm -hmm. Although we actually know that he does because Darcy told him back in one of the previous challenges. So, um, Darcy and SM, that was there. They were hooked up in a Neuralink, right? Yes, they SMM created his Neuralink after this tribal council. Oh, okay, um, yeah, that's who he is. Okay, yeah. that's why he chose Darcy then. Okay, yeah. So uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and uh, clearly, and like the thing that kind of comes bubbles to the forefront is that there's obviously some sort of uh, friction between Darcy and Taylor. Um, and, you know, she brings up a message. She said, tells him that, uh, you know, you hurt my feelings, regardless of, you know, what you were, what you said earlier, like hurt my feelings. And, um, it really becomes a show about the two of them mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, more than the tribe as a whole. And so I guess just from like your perspective, watching this tribe who has won three out of the first four challenges, um, gotten to avoid going to tribal council so often, which as the tribe that has gone so many times, like you'd love that, right? Like that would have been mm -hmm. great. Uh, mm -hmm. They had that and they're just completely imploding <laughs> on themselves how do you what are you thinking about it I mean, yeah it was like one of those you just want to sit back and eat some popcorn kind of deal <laughs> like this was great i mean it was like made for good tv i just and it's so hard because i mean obviously we knew that bird and darcy were together so bram i mean darcy was a name that like i like heard a little bit about i don't remember like all the information that was shared about her or anything like that 
But I guess sometimes, like, you know, because Darcy is in that alliance per se, you know, you kind of are rooting for her side a little bit over Taylor's side because I didn't really know much about Taylor or anything like that. So I'm just like, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> and it does get you thinking, like, okay, is this, though, the kind of person you want to be in an alliance with? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because you can see how they are acting and stuff like that and it kind of gets you thinking a little bit um but you know just trying to just keep that in the back of your mind because you don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers if i mean this alliance is gonna stick going into the merge and get you farther in the game so right yeah but it was definitely entertaining to watch can't say i fully really understand everything that happened or even how it started or whatnot do i want to sometimes <laughs> but you know deep down i'm just like oh well just let bygones be bygones <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah uh we're like 12 minutes into the 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 tribal i have to like stop everyone from talking um <laughs> and like kind of reset things and whatnot um and it just I did that. I don't know that it really helped much because I think people just Taylor ultimately like posts a big long uh, copy paste thing from his DMs with Darcy. Uh, it's it's <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot, and it's it's hard. I think if you're not Taylor or Darcy, and even mm-hmm. if you were them, I think it's still tough to just know exactly what the heck anyone's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. As far as like the game is concerned, the core thing to take out of this is he's accusing Bird and Darcy and Bramblecat of having some sort of alliance uh, mm-hmm. that crosses tribes. And uh, whether or not it's true, it's now something that's going to be in everyone's heads if yep. and when you get to the merge. And, you know, as somebody who's aligned with Bramblecat and. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get to it, by extension, Bird and Darcy for however long it lasts, um, it it's a little, uh, I don't know, it's like, on the one hand, I think it's not great that people might be have a reason now to target people you would be working with. But on the other hand, like, that's an alliance that's going to have like five, six, seven, eight people in it. Like, they can't all win. They can't all get to the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if the targets, if the more valuable, higher priority targets in that big group aren't you, maybe that's not such a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I definitely didn't feel like I was, like, the head of the alliance or anything. So I felt like if they're going to turn, they're going to turn more so on each other than maybe turning on me, per se. But mm-hmm. so, yeah, to me, I mean, I just kind of, I, I mean, I just kind of rode some coattails in the sense to get into the merge i guess with that that um alliance per se but i don't know if i was always happy about it or not like but mm-hmm. you know, then I, I had my doubts with it or my trust with it um but yeah that ultimately i mean i wish i would have spoke up sooner <laughs> when my time finally came right uh so here uh eventually uh we get to the vote and uh it's five to three taylor is voted out um 
he, Jordan, and Nay were the Darcy votes at that tribal. And uh, yeah, you get to go back and <laughs> figure out what the heck just happened <laughs> and, and relay what happened to Bramble and Court uh, still over there. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess like now looking at the sort of discord that's happening on euphoria compared to presumably the you know tighter bonds that are being formed on mirth um i don't know it, it's you know we see this in survivor all the time where the smaller tribe comes to the merge and they work really well together and they dismantle the bigger group that maybe isn't quite as close-knit um mm -hmm. i don't know were you getting those kinds of vibes at all yeah, I thought we were going to get picked off one by one, to be honest. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's how it was going to go. Um, <laughs> but then, like, it was, like, going into it, at least. And then they wanted to vote our euphoria off. And I was just like, okay. Um, but do we really trust this? Um, and I was like, okay, well, and we did. So it was nice to, it wasn't going to go, like, one by one. Because that's no fun. Um <laughs> So it was nice to have a little bit of, okay, a euphoria, then a mirth, and whatever. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it does make you think, like, do you actually really trust, then, the people on euphoria if they aren't staying strong, too, you know? So. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. There was just, just a lot, and I'm just thinking about, right now in my head, is just the neural length of... Like with Bramble and Bird and SMM and Darcy, and then who was Wax with? Uh, Maddie. Maddie. Okay, so I guess I probably talked a little bit, but I don't feel like Maddie was as I don't know. I felt like he sat. He was more quiet in a sense. Yes. Like with everything blowing up. So I mean, when I sat in on that tribal too, it's just like. I'm hearing everything from them, whereas, or even the next days, whereas, like, Bram can talk to Bird about it, and SMM can talk to Darcy about it, but I'm just getting the hearsay of everything. Um, so I'm just kind of thinking back on those kind of moments, too, of mm -hmm. what story do you actually believe, or what, who's telling who what, and who wants to share what kind of information, so... Yeah, you kind of. I, I guess I felt like a little disconnected then, is what I'm trying to get at, because I don't feel like I knew everything that was going on as much as other people did. Um, right. Converge. So I guess a lot of times I had to trust my alliance and go with them, um, even though I was feeling in my gut some things were just off. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. it's tough because, you know, we're going to have maybe two-ish days after that tribal council before the merge comes and that's i know that's a lot of time for bramble and bird darcy and smm um to kind of get themselves you know figure out the sort of fallout of this that last vote and get their ducks in a row so to speak um mm -hmm. that you and you don't you don't have that opportunity yeah. um and you're really kind of playing a step behind once we get to the merge in that sense yeah um no it's tough 
Which I feel like in, in in the moment, I didn't really think about that. Like, but now that like we're talking about it, I'm I'm trying like I'm going back and being like, wow, why didn't I have these feelings when I was in the game? Like, I felt like I trusted Bram and Wax more, or, and SMM even. Like, I trusted my tribe, my Mirth tribe, um, during this point a lot more than now. I'm thinking I, I don't know. No, I don't want to say like thinking that I should have because obviously I still would have like stuck with them and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just getting me thinking a little bit more of now that I'm so far out of the game and just trying to think of why did I do things the way I did them or <laughs> why did I trust as hard as I did or was I a little naive a little bit? Like, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. So that's why, I don't know, I'm just thinking and contemplating on all of it. Well, there, yeah, there's so many... Even when you're when you're in the game, it feels like you have a lot of, I mean, you're having a lot of thoughts about everything that's happening, about every person. Uh, you're, it's it's sometimes I, I imagine overwhelming just how many different things could possibly be happening at any given time because mm -hmm. you're aware that you know if there's five people on the tribe, yourself included, that's four people who could be talking to each other every second of the day. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and not telling you anything about it yeah. and and then to come out of the game or look back at your time in a game or something and realize that like not only that th there's even everything you could possibly have considered while you were in the game doesn't even could sometimes doesn't even scratch the surface of what possibilities or like what you could have been thinking about yeah there's so many it's too much yeah. too much for a person like, you know, now I'm thinking, as we were talking about all the Mirth votes, like, why? I mean, I had a strong relationship with Court, but if she did make it to the finals in that game, like, why didn't I ever really think about voting her out? Because obviously, she's strong. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, she was strong. And, like, I'm, like, thinking, like, now that going back, I'm like, you're an idiot for not really <laughs> thinking about that before and just letting your emotions and your connections and your relationship kind of be i don't know be in the not in the way but just i don't know just the connection you had but now i'm thinking about it and be like why why wouldn't i have voted for her over somebody else sometimes even though i really liked her you know yeah so yeah i don't know no i'm not saying i still would have but it's just making me think like why didn't i think about these things in the moment <laughs> right no absolutely yeah it's uh you, you don't realize it a lot of the time, which is mm -mm. crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the last pre-merge challenge was the swinging ship, um, which is kind of like competitive counting where, uh, so the first match, so it's going to be three matchups. It was going to be a 1v1 matchup and then two 2v2 matchups. And uh, the first matchup was Steph versus Waxler. And the way it worked was you'd start out counting by ones for one minute and the gap between you and the other person was how many points the person who counted farther got to. And once you reached a certain threshold, you were now counting by twos for two minutes and then by threes for three minutes. And once you got to 360 points, you won. Uh, Waxler and Steph went back and forth uh, a little bit uh, during their challenge and Waxler ultimately comes away victorious, uh, winning the first matchup. 
And then in the second matchup, it was Darcy and Spenjamin for Euphoria against you and Bramblecat uh, mm-hmm. from Earth. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you practiced this a little bit. Yeah, I think okay. we like made an Excel sheet and had the numbers. That sounds Not right. Not me, I mean Bram made the Excel sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Bramble is more the numbers person, uh, so. And so, uh, yeah, this is, there's obviously speed is a component here. Accuracy also very important. Um, how we've done a little bit of counting if you go back to the roller coaster challenge. So how confident did you feel in your ability to do this? I felt good being with Bram because we did have the, I mean, besides this, I having an actual um, connection um, in the game, I felt like when we we paired up in the first challenge for a little bit to count and we did good so i felt good being with her again to count so i knew i could trust her to do it (laughs) (laughs) okay um i think so the thing that really sticks out to me is what i what i liked about this matchup was spenjamin and darcy I think like their ages combined are younger than Bramblecat <laughs> at this point <laughs> in the game. Um, not, uh, you know, they're like both teenagers. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was pretty e- obvious to me, and I assume probably to you as well, that if we're just talking about how fast you can count, they were going to mm-hmm. beat you. Like, yeah. They were, you know, the first round uh, ends with them at 56. And yep. you had made a mistake a few seconds right before the end at around 40, um, which not a huge gap, but uh, yeah, the in speed, I just, you, you weren't going to keep up with them as mm-hmm. it were. And in the first, the first four rounds all go in their direction. And then we get to the fifth round where you're counting by twos for the first time. And this uh, was a pretty pretty rough one um i forget i'm trying to remember who makes the mistake on your side because yeah so you're counting you're in the 80s and then instead of 86 bramble cat types 84 so there's a mistake going back to the start mm-hmm. there uh and so and then right before the end you're in the 30s and instead of 34 bramble cat types 24 and so they beat you 172 to zero. Uh, not great. Not great. Great. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, so now I'm curious. Uh, I don't know. Bramble Cat makes a few mistakes here. You're in a really big deficit. Um, did you ever consider that maybe she was doing it on purpose to vote out court? No, I no. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. No, I never. I I mean, and if she, I don't think she was thinking that. But if she was, then that had me fooled. Um, <laughs> at least I don't ever remember that kind of thing. I I would not see Bram throwing a competition to do that. No, I I feel like she wanted to win as much as anything. But maybe I don't know. Maybe there was talk about it. But off the top of my head, I say no. But. I can't remember. So if there was talk about it, then, yeah, I don't remember. 
Um, cause so when I talked to her, it was, a, for her, mm-hmm. it was a perspective of, I want to win, mm-hmm. but if we lose, <laughs> that's fine. Gotcha. Yeah. That was kind of thing. And I, she, or they were, um, terrified that during, especially during this one particular round where they made like two mistakes, especially one right at the very end of the time of the round that like you were going to start to think like, oh, it's, it's on purpose because, you know, the mistake in the first round was Bramble Cat. All the mistakes in this round, Bramble Cat, um, that, you know, didn't, it, 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 the optics of it were not great. Yeah. Oh, I I mean, thinking back, I, I I can see that, but in the moment, (laughs) I, I, Literally, I guess I was just naive to think that, all right, Bram, you're just nervous, but, like, get on it, girl. Like, you can do this. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, you're down 270, 267 to zero. And now for the rest of the matchup, you're going to be doing three-minute rounds counting by threes. And I love this round six because uh, at... I mean, three minutes is a long time to be counting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a moment here um, where, you know, they're just past the 300 point. You're in the 280s. And uh, Darcy types 2015 instead of 315. <laughs> making a mistake. And literally at the same second, Bramblecat types 286 instead of 282. And so both of you, both sides have to reset like 10 seconds before the end of the round so that it ends up being like 15 to three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you won, you win your first round. Yep. Uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. Momentum, momentum. <laughs> <laughs> and then it really brings, it really happens in the next round. Uh, I think especially like once the the speed that they had an advantage over you uh oh wasn't God. quite so bad counting by threes especially once mm-hmm. you get higher and higher and yeah they, they were fast though yeah <laughs> uh and so they're only about 10 15 points ahead of you when spenjamin makes a mistake typing 244 instead of 246 and then he, he did this a couple of times where if they made a mistake they would try to in, interrupt your counting and make you make a mistake to mm-hmm. uh but I, i'd forgotten about this until bramble reminded me that you the two of you had changed your profile pictures to stick out to different colors yeah yeah we changed colors yeah yeah which was really which was really yeah. smart really good thinking so good at remembering a lot of things i'll tell you <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah, that was great. That was good on us. That's for sure. I'll give us a pat on the back for that one. That was smart. Mm-hmm. So I think we were practicing or something like that. I think within mirth, maybe, and I don't remember whose idea it was to do that, but it was good. Yeah. Uh, so. And so, yeah, they make a few different mistakes here during this round, and. Uh, you know, also trying to distract you, which does not work, nope. and you end up with three hundred and eighteen to their zero, and all of a sudden you're winning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, pretty crazy. Uh, uh, round eight. I don't think anybody made a mistake. 
on either side. And so they were just a little bit faster. They get a couple of points back against you. And then round nine is the nail in the coffin as uh, I think it's... Yeah, it's Benjamin makes a mistake uh, counting. And I think if they had able, if they'd recovered from that very first mistake, I think they had enough time to at least not lose in that round. Mm-hmm. Um, but Did they mess it up again or something? Yeah, they come up with another mistake uh, from... Benjamin makes another mistake much later in the round. And by that point, the only way they could have survived was if you, you or Bramble had made a mistake and you started counting really slowly <laughs> to avoid doing that. I'm not making a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you did. You avoid the mistake. You win by like 250 points and win the match, win the immunity challenge. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I was definitely worried at the beginning on not getting zero points, and then we slowly started coming back, and I'm like, we can do this. We can do this. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. You did. Uh, you made... There was going to be a third matchup, which would have been Bird and Maddie against Court and SMM. We didn't need to do it, since immunity had already been won. That's right. And that meant that Euphoria was going to vote out the last person before the merge, and you and everyone else on Mirth guaranteed made the merge. <laughs> yep, that was a good feeling. I, it's always, yeah. Oh, not to have to go to tribal before emerges. That was that was nice. Yeah, I imagine it had to be. Uh, and so, you know, Euphoria goes. They vote out Nay. Uh, you enjoy a nice day off, and then it's time for the merge feast. And really, all you have to do here is say hi and uh, ultimately pick a name for the merge tribe. <laughs> Uh, which ends up being Eumerthia. How do do we feel about this name of the Merge Tribe? (laughs) So original. (laughs) It's like classic, (laughs) like what they did in the earlier seasons. Combined your tribe names. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't going to come up with anything better either. (laughs) I'm not really a creative person, so I'm just like... Uh, the only name (laughs) the only name I remember having any traction was calling yourself the Megs Um, but (laughs) that one does not end up panning out so (laughs) yeah now you're a red tribe named Eumerthia there's 11 of you all together you get your first chance to get to actually talk to Bird to Darcy to Jordan to Maddie Spenchman mm-hmm. and Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what are your impressions of these new people who have been playing the game for two weeks and you haven't gotten a chance to talk to them yet? Yeah, I was excited to get to, to know them a little bit. I mean, it was kind of weird coming into, I want to say, like a dysfunctional family um, <laughs> from Euphoria. But, um, yeah, I didn't really know people. I mean, I had Jordan in that matchup. I had Maddie in a matchup. Um, I spoke to Bird briefly. Um, Darcy, I've heard a lot about. Spenjamin, quiet. But, um, yeah, it was nice to get to talk to new people. It's always a little intimidating, too, to kind of start over again. Um, especially in the sense of, like, meeting new people. But also just, like, 
what are they thinking? Is what they've been saying in the Neuralinks actually true? Do they actually just want you to feel the confidence to to um, make it further? Or are they just going to pick you off one by one? So it's definitely a lot going through your mind. But I feel like there was just never going to be a moment that I was going to like lose my loyalty to Bram and Wax. Like I always just felt confident that I wanted to stay with Mirth. So, so I mean, even though I didn't want to get picked off one by one, I wanted to pick them off one by one. So. <laughs> Makes sense. That's reasonable. <laughs> Makes sense. Don't do it to me, but I'll do it to you. <laughs> That's <so nice>. <laughs> uh, how did you feel? You. I, I don't know. Like we kind of touched on this bird bramble relationship and um you know you being a number you know you came in with five people from mirth they came in with six people from euphoria uh but if bird is working with bramble cat then you're in a majority Uh, yeah and i see in my confessional that i was really hoping to align with bird um with them being so close to bramble and since i was too so um but I said, if for some reason the cross alliance falls apart, the plan for me is to keep Mirth Five strong. So, and I wanted to keep Euphoria split and chaotic, like the tribal I got in on. Right. So, yeah. So, but I, I just feel like with the people on Euphoria, I was thankful I was on Mirth because I just <laughs> connected. Not not because of the dysfunctionality and the chaos of them or anything like that, but I just felt like I could relate more or I connected better with the people on Mirth than I ever did with people on Euphoria. Like I don't feel like our conversations ever really went places um, sure. on Euphoria. So even though I feel like try to, but I mean, I, I guess I didn't want to give a lot of information with how I was feeling to them because I just felt like I never really gained trust from any of them really. So yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> no, makes sense. It's hard. Uh, it's not. It's. I think. I think it's. It's tough, especially when you watch the show a lot. It. It is tough to realize how hard it must be to uh, get to emerge, especially when you've played the whole game with specific people, and there hasn't been a swap to mm-hmm. to to have to meet somebody else, and for that person to be as important or more important or trustworthy than these people you've been playing the game with for two and a half weeks yep and i think you know the people as we're going to see the people who get to the end of this game are the ones who are able to kind of figure that part of it out yeah um and so yeah it's uh now it makes sense i think that as many people as they did um stuck with who they came to the merge with right mm-hmm. um, so uh first individual immunity challenge after the merge uh is light cycles um based on the game movie tron <laughs> uh just opened up at disney world yep uh where you are basically like drive riding around on a big grid and leaving a trail behind you and if you mm-hmm. run into another person or into the trail of a person, uh, you're out. And you had a couple of boosts which would let you 
burst through a trail if you when mm-hmm. you use them. And last last person standing wins. Uh, so eleven people, and this it's a big board. It's a twenty two by twenty two grid to start with, and mm-hmm. everybody's moving two spaces each turn or four if you use a boost. Uh, so you know it shrinks pretty quickly, I think. But mm-hmm. this is one of those challenges where yeah, you can approach it from the sense of like, okay, how do I put myself in the best position to win Im- individual immunity? Uh, but there's there, there comes with it this sort of inherent social component of I could maneuver myself in a way that hinders somebody else or helps somebody else that I'm I'm close with. Uh, what what kind of how did you approach this challenge? I guess um, I feel like I just wanted to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really want to run into any mirth people. Um, I just kind of wanted to start out my, like, just stand clear of everybody else. But, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I just kind of worried more about, okay, let's get, keep mirth in it. And hopefully somebody from Euphoria (laughs) doesn't win. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, it's just, it was hard um, with seeing the board and just kind of having, I don't know, a really big, strategy towards it it's, I mean I just everything's new and you're just kind of going along I kind of played it just did it as I like as the game went along I kind of just made my moves based on what I thought was best so yeah yeah I did pull it up so I did find it again so I do see the board <laughs> that's fun yeah you uh I mean you're gonna do pretty well at this um Jordan uh Maddie ends up crashing into Jordan's ta- trail. That's the first casualty around the ninth round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Court eliminated it around round 13. Darcy and Spengeman run into each other in round 14. SMM crashes in round 15. Bramblecat and Jordan crash in round 16. Uh, Waxler in 18. And Bird crashes in 19, which leaves you and Steph as the last two. And... Uh, Steph, the very bright uh, teal mm-hmm. color that ultimately ends up skirting around the outside edge. And yep. you are letter D coming in, doing a nice like twist through like a lot of these other people's trails from here and there. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately... Oh, yeah. Ultimately, she was going to win. I could tell when she got to the outside loop and had that free space. I was just like, well... Yeah, there's... she had a lot of free space so to go still. So it was just a matter of time. Then at the towards the end, once you could see it happening, I'm just like, well, it's only X yeah. amount of minutes to go, and she's got it. So good for her. Yep, she's able to outlast you by a little bit, and uh, is the winner of the first individual immunity post merge. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I don't. I don't think that has any real bearing on the vote. I don't think uh, Steph was ever going to be a target here that I'm aware of anyway. I don't uh, think so. And I, yeah, I still, yeah, I don't think so. I didn't really, again, have that big of connections with with Euphoria people. So I'm pretty sure the vote was Benjamin because this is where my fluke was in the one channel. Yes, I yeah. Uh, well, uh, no. The, the vote ends up being 
Yes, no, this is right. Yeah, the vote ends up being on SMM, but you're voting for Benjamin. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, this is... Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so I guess um, you'd started the game. Uh, Mirth and Euphoria each had different sections of the park that they could explore. Mm-hmm. And at the merge, we condensed your sections into one channel, condensed their sections into one channel that you could, everyone could explore now, and added an arcade. Mm-hmm. And you could go to the arcade, and a lot of people spent a lot of time in the arcade because you could play skee-ball in there and win... Mm-hmm tokens and then use those tokens to buy uh, little plushes that may or may not contain an advantage <laughs> when you bought them uh, you needed five tokens to buy a plush there were 30 plushes so you know there were, ultimately a lot of people spent a lot of time in the arcade just sitting there waiting to play skee ball and the like and so forth um, <laughs> and on one such occasion uh, you I think Waxler was in there and was it Bramblecat? I'm not sure. But also, uh, Spenjamin was <laughs> in there, Bumble. too. Yep. Uh, yeah, I guess... So you you said something about... Um, so we're voting for Spenjamin, I think, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then Spenjamin <laughs> responds, like- Hi. <laughs> Oh, my heart just started beating so fast. I'm like, you idiot. Yeah, uh, what what, hap- what do you do? What do you do when that happens? I feel like I ran. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, crap, how do I save this? So, oh, well, I mean, I guess, yeah. And it's just, it's like, of course, I knew I was going to do something like that. I just had a feeling at some point I was going to be in a wrong channel <laughs> and just comment something, and lo and behold, there it was. Ugh. So, uh, ultimately, you and, uh, let's see, you, Court, and Waxler are going to vote for Spenchman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, like, when you make a, a slip like that, you know, what? who knows what Spenchman's going to do? He's probably going to go mm-hmm. tell somebody that that yeah. happened. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you, cons- it, I, it's weird, like, I, I think we see it a lot with people about, idols in the show of you know oh this person has an idol but if they find out i'm voting for them they'll play the idol but mm-hmm. will they know that i know so that then i don't vote for them so then they play the idol and then it means nothing but then will they know that they know that you know that you just keep kind of going yeah. down that line right yep. and so i think ultimately what we usually see is people just stick with what they were going to do <laughs> which is i think what happens in this case yeah yeah i i just i I was just happy there was a Euphoria member that <laughs> everybody wanted to more so vote out. So I was like, I'm sticking with it. So, uh, yeah. And glad nothing really came from it from my fault. But learned a lesson to really keep an eye out on what uh, what channel what channel I'm in. Yep. So. Uh, <laughs> you were uh, sweet love as a viewer. You're like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, I sent a gif in your confessional with The Rock telling you it's going to be okay that you said helped. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so, okay, so you're splitting the votes between... or So, did you know that you were splitting the votes uh, between Spenjamin and Court? I'm trying to remember. Let me see. I'm going through... I'm catching up on my confessional right now. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I see you, the rock one. Hey, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the only thing I have written in my confessional, so I don't, I don't, I don't know if I knew that they were gonna vote court. Or I just court no because maybe court was just always like the fall person. I almost like, hey, your name's gonna be out there, but it's not gonna be you, kind of deal. But who wants that to happen? But hmm. yeah, to be honest, I don't. I can't remember. I know. Sorry, folks. Not exciting. <laughs> That's okay. I don't have uh, any any beans to spill on that one. But yeah, I don't remember if people were talking about court or if I and if I knew about it or. If it was just straight Spenjamin, but I feel like if it was court, maybe they wouldn't have told me because at this point they knew I was like close to her or I would tell her stuff. So I feel like maybe information I was given was limited. Right. So, yeah, especially a key, a key information was limited to me come later and from the arcade. But, you know, we'll get to that when we get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> um uh yeah i uh i'm trying to like see if there's anything in your dm with bramble cat but it doesn't uh, it's hard to tell like what there's so much and i mean this is just probably in every dm but there's so much like okay make sure you tell this person this thing and make sure yeah. you tell that person that thing and yeah. um and i feel like at this point too i i i don't know if i even started I don't think so. I don't think I ever really doubted if Bramble trusted me or Bird more, you know, because, I mean, we were a trio with Wax and stuff. But now I'm starting to think just right this moment, if if Bram ever, did she ever talk about that with, with you? Did she feel any, like, stronger that she wanted to trust Bird more than maybe Wax or myself? She was pretty consistent in saying that ultimately um, their number, like Bird was not their number one. Yeah, and good. that it was you and Wax. Like you were a trio. That's where things yeah. were. Um, yeah, good. good. So, Thanks. yeah. <laughs> good looking out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay. So uh, ultimately there's a plan to vote with bird darcy and whatever else they end up whoever else they end up picking up uh to vote yeah. out spenjamin some amount of people uh splitting onto court and uh that uh so that's the vote that uh smm is told smm is told to vote for court and does bramble votes for court uh those are the two court votes you and waxler and uh court i'll vote for spenjamin and then everyone on euphoria votes for smm and the fears i assume of them just voting you out one by one at a time uh mm -hmm. start to take root mm -hmm. yep that's for sure i that was definitely a huge blindside sorry i'm getting some family in here so sorry if you hear some kiddos in the background or whatnot hi quinny <laughs> so don't mind them <laughs> shout out <laughs> uh did uh, so obviously you aren't you haven't been like the direct connection to bird or anybody 
you know, all that's mm-hmm. happened through Bramble until the merge. And even I assume at the merge, it's still predominantly Bramble handling that side yeah. of things. Yeah, so, because she had established relationships. So I just, yeah, uh, why not just have her talk to Bird about it, you know? Yeah. Yes, in a sense, but yeah. Did, did the outcome of this vote, like, I don't know. I, I know Bramble was very upset about the outcome and, um, you know, their, uh, the DM they had with Bird was also, you know, how could you like the, the, the you, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like we yeah. trusted each other. Um, from your perspective, like how, I don't know, did it make you feel like, you know, you shouldn't trust them to work with you? Did you feel yeah. like you had any other choice though? How did that sort of play out? Yeah, I, I don't know if I ever really trusted Bird at all. I mean, even if I think I, I think I wanted to trust them because I knew Bram had a good connection with them. And because Bram had a good connection and I trusted Bram, I wanted to have the trust with Bird. But there was just something in my gut that just was like, they will just say what you want to hear. And I don't know. I just didn't really. I, sorry to Bird for listening to this, but this is just the feeling I had. And my gut was just telling me I just felt like I, I couldn't trust them. I couldn't trust them. And but I even though I tried to with because of Bram, I did so because of Bram. So and like her relationship with them. So but there was just part of me that was just like, I just I I, I, I just I didn't know a lot of times, but I just I had to. I had to. I was kind of forced to in order to try to save myself, you know, and, and, and any other future remaining rather mirth people left because we had to find somebody to vote for, you know, that was a euphoria to save the mirth. So in a sense, at some point, even though you don't want to trust a euphoria at this time, no matter what they say, because they stuck together, you you have to you have to trust them to stay to keep you in the game. You right. know, yeah. So I'm forced to, even if deep down you don't want to. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a really frustrating position to be in. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no, not not ideal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, next immunity challenge is the carousel. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, like a. Um, musical chairs type of situation where the number of horses on the carousel was always one less than the number of people still in the challenge and the fast if you could quickly grab a horse Mm -hmm. uh, using the right command before there was none left then you'd keep going until you know you were the last one standing Mm -hmm. Uh, so let's see Jordan I don't think was able to participate so an easy elimination in the first round of this. Uh, the second round was spelling words backward. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get the second to third to last horse, it looks like, continuing on. And then we offered uh, a gift box for everyone. And you could take the box and forfeit the challenge, or no one could take the box and we could just continue as it went. Uh, was this something you considered 
I don't know if this was a challenge you felt you could do well at or anything. I think it was a little, it was enticing. Um, I think I, I think I definitely thought about it because another speed challenge, seeing how people have played, you know, and the matchups from being on the try before, it's just like, well, I know I'm not going to be the fastest person. Um, but I guess there was that competitiveness in me that wanted to try <laughs> mm-hmm. to win. So, which is why I didn't pick the box. Okay. Uh, Court does take the box, mm-hmm. uh, which will be important. Yep. <laughs> and we were down to seven. Then you had to do some math equations. Uh, you got yours pretty easily. We're down to six. Uh, now you had to correct a misspelled word, and you nabbed the last one of those right before Maddie to continue on to the final five, where you had to put in uh, the name of a group of animals. So, like, a group of crows is a murder of crows, right. and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only one I would have known offhand. <laughs> a group of camels or porcupines or lemurs, I would have probably had to Google. <laughs> Um, but you ended up grabbing the prickle of porcupines. And I, think, I think I knew that. I think I've heard of that before. Okay. I, um, I can't remember if I knew it off the top of my head or if I actually did Google it. Not gonna lie, but. <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, Spengeman grabs the last horse and Bramble is eliminated in fifth. Uh, then we gave you another box and so there's only four people left at this point, and you just have to win three times to win immunity, uh, which is, I think, probably the reason nobody took it. Yeah. Too close to the end. Yeah. Um, Why give up now? He got this far. <laughs> right. And so we continue. Uh, this one is the names of people who were voted out. So the first three people were. Lord Shamrock and Trip and Spavi, and the first person to put each one of those would get it. Uh, Bird gets Lord Shamrock, you get Spavi, and Spengeman gets Trip, which eliminates Waxler. <laughs> and then we get to the final three, and it is two. So we'd been po- p- pestering uh, this channel, peppering this channel with fun facts. <laughs> throughout the challenge about merry-go-rounds and carousels and this question wanted you to recall some of those pieces of information um one of which was the u.s state where you'll find the world's largest carousel and the other is the last name of the aviator who rode a carousel before their historic flight the answers being wisconsin and Lindbergh, respectively mm-hmm. and you said i knew it was something berg but yeah. darn <laughs> unfortunately not fast enough (sighs) and uh, so you come in third and that leaves Benjamin and Bird in the final matchup which asks you for the year Nexus Park is set in using Roman numerals Bird gets it first and wins individual immunity yep alright so uh, I guess first place to go is where I don't know, like, you're beholden to and at the mercy of whoever Bird and Darcy, I guess, want to vote out from their own tribe if 
you're going to be able to kind of find your footing, right? Yep. Uh, was it, and so they're going to end up picking Spenjamin. Um, you know, is that, obviously you can't like really fight them on it, but if you could have, is that who you would have wanted? Is that, does that matter to you at all? No, I just think as long as it's not me, (laughs) 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 then I don't really care. Um, and it can't be bird. So can't, (laughs) couldn't be that. So, um, I feel like I, it looks like in my conventional, I was playing some good skee ball during this day. Um, maybe hoping to find something behind one of the stuffed animals or something to try to find something to help mm-hmm. one. so um, but yeah as long as it wasn't a mirth name but it does look like someone told me too that they were hearing my name around camp so scary not good yeah uh and so a few hours before tribal happens uh court I guess I, I don't know like the timeline exactly, but court pretty much tells you everything about uh, what she gets, right? Yeah, she told me about the lab. Yes, so she got a she got a, a key card. Yeah, and there's a door in the arcade that you could use it on and to enter a laboratory. Um, there's another way to get through it, but I don't think any no one had gotten through it the quote unquote conventional way by this point. Mm-hmm. And in the laboratory, you have, you know, in your confessional, a bunch of notes about, you know, different commands that were working and what they did and that sort of thing. Um, uh, she basically is able to kind of stumble old. I don't know how early it is uh, or when it happens, but she's eventually going to find and access an area in the laboratory that feels like a thing, <laughs> I guess, for lack of a better way to describe it. Uh it's this sort of sequestered off room that has some lights and switches and stuff and mm-hmm. um, whatnot. Uh, yeah. So here, you know, she's sharing a lot of this information with you. Um, I don't know. It, you know, you kind of, I guess, I guess I feel like players probably always just like, Oh, it's probably an idol most of the time, which in this case yeah. it was, mm-hmm. but yeah, how did you feel? Like, how important did that thing feel to you to, like, get it, to find it, to be able to have it? Yeah, I mean, I definitely wanted it. I thought it was really, I thought it was fun, actually, to try to go find it. I mean, it was nerve-wracking, but, I mean, I'm, this is, like, one of my proudest moments, yet also saddest moments, because <laughs> when I finally figured it out, I was, like, super proud of myself for figuring figuring out how to open it and figuring it that it was like on the monorail system. Like, you know, like how it goes around. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, I did it. I did it. And then for nothing to happen, it was like the most anticlimactic thing. And I think I did it later on, like after this tribal when I, I don't remember exactly when I figured it out, but right. And I'm, there has to be something there. Like this can't just be it. And like, Obviously, I kind of hinted to what I was ta- like. This is what I was talking about earlier with about um, about not knowing a lot of information or people not telling me things. Is I literally did not know that Wax already found it, you know, when it came time. But maybe I'm jumping the gun of on the timeline of this. But I had no idea, and I almost like not almost, but I wish he would have told me because then I felt like I was giving away so much information then to 
court that if they, I mean, didn't want me to talk to her or do like, you know, say as much as I did, like I couldn't say save myself because like I was being honest. I had no idea. I didn't know anything, you know? So I don't know. I was like, there has to be something here. There has to be. So, and I even showed her, I even showed her like everything and told her what it was. And so then I felt like there was lost of trust there between us because I feel like she thought I knew when I asked, when I didn't know who had it or what happened, you know, or what it was even. So, right. yeah. And I felt like maybe that's where we started kind of going downhill a little bit was then maybe that's when she started pairing up with more euphoria people too. So, which it sounded like though, she had a, an agreement with Steph chat chap from the beginning of the merge or whatever to not vote for each other. So hmm. I don't know. So, yeah, but yeah, that was like so disappointing to like figure it out and nothing to be there. Yeah, uh, it feels bad. It's it's because, yeah, you have to put in a fair amount of work to to get to that point um, mm -hmm. and and to have nothing to show for it is uh, not not fun. I mean, no. you know. Like you said, you know, there's a there's a part of you that's going to feel pleased that you were able to figure it out what, mm -hmm. regardless. But, yeah, it's yeah. it's a bit bittersweet for yeah. sure. Um, so like the challenge I would get so close in all the challenges, <sighs> yet never win. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like get nubbed, nubbed again. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this vote, uh, final 10. um you're voting for Spenjamin. You believe everyone is voting for Spenjamin, but you also believed everyone was voting for them for him last time as well. Mm -hmm. um, did you have? Uh, I guess was how how more, more much more or much less confident were you that this vote would be any different than the last one? Um, no, I didn't feel confident at all. Looking back at my confessional, I'm saying I'm not feeling good. Wish I had an idol. Um, and feeling like how I felt the last time um, was confident that I was going to be Benjamin and it wasn't and now I just felt like I was the goner so yeah hmm. I was not feeling confident at all yeah uh, you get your first vote here um, from Benjamin mm -hmm. uh, that's who he was told the vote was there are also two votes for Steph uh, from Bird and Bramblecat Mm -hmm. But fortunately, everyone else did vote for Benjamin this time around. Mm -hmm. Which I would love to know who, do you know who told Benjamin to vote for me? Uh, I don't um, offhand. Unless that was just him saying, maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. It, there's nothing in his confessional about it. Um, yeah. If anybody, it would probably have been Bird or Darcy. Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, Spenderman becomes the second member of the jury. And now, how does this... How does this, like, sort of set up your thoughts about Bird slash the euphorias that are, quote-unquote, working with you? You know, does this balance out the last vote? Does it 
is it anything what is how does this what do you do with this um i mean i gave me a little bit more confidence than them that i mean they finally voted for for an old euphoria um so that felt good i'm can't say I, I still wasn't like really connecting with any of them really um i think i probably talked to darcy the most um i think she was just the most talkative out of everybody um to me at least um but yeah so i i can't really say i was forming any closer bonds with especially like bird or anything like that um so yeah i i mean i still felt like there i had hesitance i was hesitant to trust them um but just thankful to see another day yeah uh so that other day will be a reward challenge in the form of touchy subjects very popular kind of extinct survivor challenge at this point yeah uh, but uh yeah we back some of these old challenges because they're fun i agree i definitely agree like, yeah i wish that they wouldn't do so much like new stuff they need to go old school a little bit Mm-hmm. Like the eating challenges. Sorry to go off on a little bit of challenge, but I loved those. It was disgusting, but I thought it was so fun. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think they've. I mean, the challenges now are, I think, very samey. Yeah, and back then they were just a little bit more creative. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. But it's been one of the fun parts about going back and watching, rewatching some seasons. So yeah. Anyway, touchy feelings. <laughs> touchy yeah touchy subjects um so the way this version worked was uh we gave you 15 questions who fits the question best that is not yourself and then for the same questions uh who do you think was submitted as the answer the most times and you got a point for each time they were submitted as that answer so uh for example one of the questions was who is in control of this game and nine people <laughs> eight people said bird was so if you put bird down for that one like everybody did uh you got eight points and so on um i don't know as as somebody who was admittedly like not maybe bonding with the people on euphoria as much as possible did you feel how did you feel about this type of a social challenge and, and being able to understand and figure out what everyone else was thinking um, it was good to see. Um, I, I mean, that one that that they were controlling the game isn't a surprise to me. Like I knew it, and I think I even have down here the with the um, who's the most dangerous to sit with that tribal tribal final tribal council. Um, <laughs> it was Bird again. So yeah. it's not like I know I'm talking a lot about Bird, but it's also because they won. But it's also because I also wish I would have trusted my gut more. And when they didn't win a uh, uh, challenge. I wish I would have been more vocal about, hey, we really need to target this person. So, <laughs> and I know I tried to on my way out, but I mean, it's in it's it's in the touchy subjects. Like we all knew it, but why didn't nobody do anything about it? So, yeah. <laughs> a question we'll be asking ourselves for a long time. <laughs> and a lot of my biggest regret is you should have just stuck your neck out a neck out a little bit more. Um, and just went for it because I, I had a feeling the whole time that they were just a smooth talker and they, they were able to have a really good social game with that. And that, like they said what 
you wanted to hear. So, and you know, that's never good. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. When you're on everybody's side, you know, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, as I've been doing, I've been going to go through all these questions and see who picked you as an answer for each thing and okay. get your thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, one of the questions was, who's the most likable person here? And Waxler said you were. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's a good one to have. I feel like I like that. Yeah. As so thanks, Wax. <laughs> um, who would you trust most to watch your kids slash pets? Uh, Bramble put you down for this one. That's nice. Hmm. <laughs> um, I my alliance, which is showing <laughs> with those two. So. Uh, who yeah. do you trust the most? Uh, Bramble and Waxler both put you down for this one. Yeah, I do see. I think I, me and Darcy won that one in general. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah, that's nice. I, I feel like the ones that I'm being voted for so far are ones that are positive. <laughs> yes, I would agree. Uh, let's see. Who can't keep a secret? Uh, Steph put you down for this one. That's interesting because like, I feel like I never talked to Steph. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes I can't hold a secret, so I'm not going to put a pastor. So. Uh, let's see. Uh, who mistakenly thinks they are in control of this game? Maddie put you down for this one. That's interesting. Did you ever feel like you were in control of the game? Never. Nope. No. No. Not even on Mirth did I feel like I was like, like controlling. You know, like I didn't feel like that that was me. I feel like I was always working with somebody. Thank you, honey. Um, but I don't ever feel like it was like I was the one that was saying, no, it's this person, no, it's this, or it's that. Um, so for Maddie to think that, I mean, gives makes me feel like there's a little bit more credit to my game than maybe I would give <laughs> myself. So thanks, Maddie. Yeah. And finally, uh, who would you most like to blindside? And Steph put you down for this one, unfortunately. Whatever. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Vote for somebody, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, ultimately, I believe the maximum score was like 53-ish or so mm -hmm. you could get. Uh, you ended up with a score of 37. Pretty good, all things considered. Mm -hmm. um, the only one you put it, the only question you got no points for was who thinks they are safe but is not? You thought people would say bird, and in fact, nobody said bird. Wow. Um, also very strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so yeah. 37, you were only four points off uh, the winner, who was Darcy. But as I've talked to some other people, uh, maybe you, you didn't necessarily want to win this challenge. I don't know. Um, We've seen, as somebody who's watched the show, particularly earlier in this, in, in its run recently, um, they've done a lot of reward challenges where you're picking people to join you on those rewards. And mm -hmm. that's a really tough position to be put in, usually. Mm -hmm. uh, so Darcy wins and gets to pick two people to join her on a hot air balloon ride. First, mm -hmm. she selects Bramble. Second, she selects Bird. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, firstly, did you think you would have been picked in any sense in any reality <laughs> by darcy i think i would have been surprised i don't I, i'm not yeah i think i would have been a little bit surprised if she 
picked me, but I'm not surprised at who she actually picked. <laughs> yes, no. So, yeah, um, yeah. If you had one, uh, do you have Gosh. any ideas who you would have picked to go with you? <sighs> I almost feel like I would have picked Court and maybe probably another, and then probably somebody on Euphoria. Maybe Darcy, maybe maybe Maddie, maybe okay. one of them. Interesting. But I don't think I would have, yeah, I don't know if I would have shared it with, like, someone in my alliance just because I would have told them what happened on the balloon wide. Right. Yeah. So I think yeah. that probably would have been my strategy then. If you're going to get something, then I'll tell you about it. Or I'll tell you what happened. So, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh Darcy, Bramble, and Bird go off on a hot air balloon ride. It lasts for three hours. They aren't allowed to DM or anything while they're on it. And uh, while they're up there, they find an immunity blessing where all three of them can vote privately for somebody on the tribe. If they all vote for the same person, that person will show up to the next tribal council with immunity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which ultimately they end up voting for Darcy to receive it. And was this something that Bramble told you when they got back or did you not realize it until you showed up to tribal council? I think she told me about it. Okay. I think she did. I feel like she would have. I'm, I'm pretty sure she said there was an immunity awarded. I'm, I'm pretty sure I knew that Darcy had an immunity going into it. Okay. Makes sense. Um, yeah. I don't feel like why wouldn't I have known? <laughs> why wouldn't have she told me about this? Right. Yeah. Uh, almost like trying to go back to our chat, but and look, there's our chat. So, um, it's just so much to go through. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. It's a lot. There's, yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, other than touchy subjects revealing that Bird is the runaway favorite to win the game and nobody's going to do anything to stop them from doing that. Blame. <laughs> uh, was there anything else that came out of that challenge that impacted how you thought about the game or what your any of your perspectives on stuff? I don't think so. I feel like it was, I mean, yeah, I feel like it wasn't too surprising, the answers. So, okay. um, yeah. Fair enough. So uh, we get to the next immunity challenge. This is bumper balls, uh, <laughs> where everybody started in this, platform and on your turn you would move two spaces in this giant you know plastic inflated ball presumably and you try to bounce other people off of the platform mm-hmm. and we oh, sorry. i'm a little sidetracked yes. um i did find it bramble did tell oh, okay. me about darcy being safe for the upcoming travel okay sorry keep going back to the bumper balls sorry <laughs> you're fine <laughs> I think i'm um, reading this and i'm listening but i'm not really hearing but i'm listening <laughs> that's okay yep, yep bumper bars okay yes yep uh so this one is uh no it was a weird challenge um and again it's another one of those challenges where there's a bit of social maneuvering involved in that you don't want to probably bounce, move in a way that could re- eliminate Bramble or Waxler or, you know, mm-hmm. Court. So, uh, yeah, how did you figure it out? <laughs> if you even did. I don't remember. 
I see that Bram won it, but um, I don't remember the strategy going into it. Um, I, I'm just happy that Bram won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we realized early on that it could last a long time uh, with mm-hmm. how big the board was, despite how mm-hmm. many people there were. So mm-hmm. we did kept we kept like uh, I think five Trinkly. rounds or so into it. We like shrunk the board. I remember um, it shrinking like whoa. Yes. So. Yeah, it goes from uh, seven by seven to five by five, which is real tiny. And then we started tilting the board at the end of every turn, uh, which would cause everybody to move and potentially fall off. And then we added an artificial artificial intelligence mm-hmm. <laughs> bumper ball to the mat to the thing. Um, I mean, I just I feel like I mean what I can just think about now and maybe how I was feeling back then is. I mean, being because it is individual immunity, you know, being selfish and wanting it for yourself. So trying to stay alive myself, but also being okay that if I got out, that either Bram, Bramble, or Waxler won. So I feel like that was usually my strategy going into these kind of things. Um, it's just trying, you know, try to save yourself, try to win. But if you don't, root for your alliance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, and it works out. Uh, Bramble and Jordan, I believe, are the last two remaining, and with some convoluted uh, physics, <laughs> Jordan ends up being eliminated in round twenty-three, uh, sending, giving Bramble Cat uh, their second win of the individual immunity necklace and first after the merge, which really good uh, yeah. given the state of things at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And I believe it is later this evening, uh, as after this challenge happened, that is when Waxler found the immunity idol in the laboratory. Um, so, for to put some stuff into context and, and find ourselves in the timeline, that's where we're at. Yeah, that's where he found it. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think I like want to know why. Like, Maybe he said once upon a time, but I just still want to know why he didn't say it right away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Would have, could have, could have changed some things for sure. Bram could have stayed and I just, mm. it's all right. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that was, his choice. that was his choice. Yep. 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 Um, so meanwhile, there was another immunity idol being formed uh, between Bird and Jordan, who each had received half of it from the arcade. Uh, Jordan possessed the whole thing, and uh, I believe it had ar- that was kind of already the goal of this vote was to vote out Jordan. Is that how you remember it? I think it was it between yeah, I guess so because Darcy would have been safe at this one with the hot air balloon, yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess it was to take out Jordan. And I believe Jordan says something in the camp channel about having the idol. Yeah, I think she does. And then because I see that I voted for Maddie here. So I guess she started to stir the pot with this then. Yes, Jordan said, just to make things a little more fun. Guess what? Someone on this tribe has an idol. <laughs> There we go. And you posted a gif saying, What? <laughs> With minions? 
Yep, yep. Uh, so, okay, so now <clears throat> the person, I mean, I think a lot of people just kind of assumed that that idol was, if there was actually an idol, Jordan had it. So how do you, I don't know, what was, do you remember the sort of formulating the plan to split this vote or anything? Um, all I see in my confessional is that it's going up to be a very interesting tribal, and I have no idea what is actually going to go down. Um, but I just hope it favors the OG mirth. <laughs> so, specific conversations, no. I don't remember why I voted for Maddie in particular. Um, I don't know if that's just, like, if we split our vote, which I think we did, mm-hmm. to to do it. But just to make sure if there was an idol played that we had our votes covered um, to get a euphoria out. But, yeah. So, not that I feel like I wanted it to be Maddie or anything. But, yeah. Just, I guess that's, I guess I was just told this is, vote for this and we'll split here just in case there was an idol played. Right. Yeah. uh, I think... Darcy, um, Bird, and Bramble on the hot air balloon kind of decided to vote out Jordan, or at least assuming Jordan wasn't wasn't immune to do so. Uh, naturally, that meant Bird gave Jordan an idol. <laughs> so I don't know what the heck that means, but uh, yeah, you split three on Jordan, which were Bird, Bramble, and Darcy. Three on Maddie which were you, Court, and Waxler. And then you had um, Jordan and Maddie both voted for Court. Steph voted for you. And we had a 3-3-2-1 vote. And then we get to the vote. And before I reveal the votes, I ask for idols. And Jordan steps forward to play her idol and says she's playing it for Maddie. Yep. How did you remember that? Do you remember what you were thinking at that time? You never play an idol for somebody else other than yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you do that? But thinking back to when you just said that Brood gave Jordan the idol, but already knew that Darcy had the idol from the hard air balloon. I don't think she, they did it, sorry. They did it on, like, accident. I think that they had a strategy for that and if i remember correctly darcy and jordan kind of had a little bit of a beef or some disagreements and drama there too so yeah i think that they were trying to keep both of them safe to kind of continue that butting of the heads to maybe distract from what they were doing in order to further the game i think that everything that bird did was intentional and they had the plan going. So I think that that's why they would have gave Jordan the idol. To even build, even to even build like um, rapport then, even with Jordan, if maybe Jordan felt Darcy was their number one or something like that too. So. Right. Yeah. Yes. It was very strategic. They were a very strategic player. So I feel everything was intentional. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that's unfair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Jordan plays the idol on Maddie. Any votes cast against Maddie do not count. One, two, three votes for Maddie, and then 
Jordan, Jordan, court, court, yourself, and then Jordan gets the last vote and becomes the third member of the jury. And in your confessional, you are excited because now it's tied up four to four. Yep. Which is true. I mean, it sounded like someone threw their vote with voting for Jordan, too, which obviously didn't work. I don't know who they threw it on, but I said, I still want to know who threw their vote because if they were voting with Jordan, obviously they didn't want to work with her anymore. Voting with. Yeah. On the outs with voting and not sure why my name. Oh, I guess Steph voted for me. That's why I was saying that because my name was because I got a vote that tribal, you said. Yes. And so I'm trying to think. I remember looking up when Steph voted for you. Um, cause she definitely wanted me out cause she voted for me to be blindsided too. So she got something <laughs> against me, which I don't know what, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the I viewers asked, the, the viewers asked, um, I think they sent everybody this question of, can you share your thought process on the last vote? And so Steph answered, here's some of what she said. Uh, this last vote was trash, plain and simple. <laughs> I had a very clear plan of what I was going to do, but some of the drama and ultimately all the curveballs made me give up on that plan. Darcy let me know she had immunity. And when Jordan was talking about the immunity idol, I thought she was talking about Darcy's. So I was certain I was going to vote Jordan. But then I was like, oh shit, when I found out she did have one, I get along well with Darcy. I don't care if she double crosses me. I care a lot more about how I can easily just talk to her, which has been nice. Um, Maddie and I have a good rapport and I thought Jordan and I did too, but she was just quieter and busy with work. I found out uh, she's been doing some strategic planning and was simply choosing to not really talk to some of us as much. I don't care or take offense, but it's becoming more clear that some people are trying to really take care of themselves. I get it. It's a game, but it's becoming apparent who really cares to get to know people and who's choosing to chat when it's in their best interest. So in honor of Jordan being our most chaotic tribe member, we had an equally chaotic vote. That's a lot of thought, but it's but it all went out the window in my case. Uh yeah so there's that Doesn't... which is funny because i feel like steph was one of the ones that never really messaged me at all like i feel like i think if anything i feel like i was more of the one to start conversation with her just to even try to get to know her i don't really feel like she maybe maybe i remember wrong maybe she did initiate sometimes but i don't know so that's interesting she said who wants to initiate conversations when it benefits them or not so no but she had something out for me then (laughs) (laughs) yeah apparently uh all right so jordan gone we're down to eight people four original mirth four original euphoria it's anybody's game now hope theoretically um and so yeah because we've evened the numbers out does that make you feel like this is like you really are in uneven footing with them that you're in a much you know have you kind of climbed out of this really bad hole you were in after the smm vote to kind of be in a level playing field yeah definitely i felt like we we had we had a chance we had a chance to get there and just even being a trio we had a good chance to make it to final three so (laughs) That didn't work. But I was feeling more confident with it. I mean, always nervous in the back of your head, more always paranoid, you know, but mm-hmm. anything can happen at any time depending on who wins immunity. 
or who finds advantages that they don't share but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Tom yeah. can find no wax if you're listening but... <laughs> no uh, true hard feelings buddy <laughs> So, uh, final eight challenge was stepping stones. Mm-hmm. Um, based, uh, this one was, you know, you started at the left side of a path, and every turn or every round, everyone would move forward as they were able to, based on what was in front of them. And mm-hmm. if you, when it was your turn, you could shift a column up or down, and preferably make the path in front of you easier perhaps make the path in front of somebody else more difficult and uh ideally just get to the end before anyone else did Mm -hmm. and so one of the things that happened here was everyone was represented by a letter and you know a b c d f g h you were h so you started in the bottom most column that had a person in it but court for I think like two thirds of this challenge believed that she was the C for court, oh. uh, which that's right. You know, like Darcy was D and Bramble was B, which I get, but like there's no there's no W for Waxler, and also there are two C names. So, yep. So that happens. You ended up tying for second but <laughs> which is so funny that she did so well in the challenge for thinking she was somebody else so yeah oh, that was that was funny but i felt so bad at the same time because mm. she was about she was right before i remember the like midway point of the map when she made a move in her confessional that i i remember i confirmed that she wanted to do that move and she said yes because I think it just moved a wall right in front of her. (laughs) I was really confused why she would do that. Yeah, I think I thought that too during that moment. I'm like, what is she doing? But but lo and behold, uh, turns out she thought she was a different row, unfortunately. And it's that row. Well, turns out if you have one and a half people trying to win... Uh, that's more than one person. So Waxler had a little bit of help getting himself to the end of this map and uh, the victory. <sighs> Again, uh, yeah, you mentioned Court and Bird were next in line, and then you and Steph were the next column behind them. Another close one that doesn't fall your way. Mm-hmm. Mm. How it goes. Yeah. How it- it's definitely another frustrating one because you know you do i mean i like i've said earlier like i'm not a big tech savvy person so even doing these challenges you know like they 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 were challenging for me you know but even just me like figuring it out like i always almost felt like an underdog going into every challenge but like then the fact that i would do well in them i was like felt like i was like come on you can win you can win but i was like of course all short yet again so, uh, yeah but yeah just wanted to win that's okay just again wax one so great good yeah still you know it was second best outcome i guess right mm-hmm. yeah uh, and now because you're four and four uh you can kind of have a lot more agency right in mm-hmm. how you vote and how you push the vote and the strategy behind mm-hmm. that so 
uh, how does how does this end up being a, a target on Darcy? If you can recall, I I remember it was going to be a nail biter, and maybe that's all I said. Missing your questions, but I think tonight's trouble may be a good one, and you won't want to miss. What did Bram say? She might drop my memory. Um. You- because the five, so it's going to be five votes on Darcy. It's you, yeah. Bram, Bird, and Maddie, and Waxler. Uh-huh. So this is when, this is the first time we see Court not voting with your side of people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, you can see Bird's parchment. I had to get you, get to you before you get to me. Yeah, I remember um, that. But yeah, I mean, Sense Burr, I mean, if it, I mean, it's going to be close with, I mean, Burr didn't win an immunity this time like they did last time. So it, they were vulnerable. And so this was a good chance for her to take out Darcy. And yes. we kn- knew as like even being the trio, like you're going to have to split up a duo as well. Because, I mean duos and trios they're dangerous in the game i mean i know three is more than two but um (laughs) duos can still cause a lot of a lot of damage (laughs) to a game you you have three people so yeah so yeah but it was exciting it was sad to see darcy go because i mean fun girl crazy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Love yes. but I mean it's just it's just I only say that because they I mean you, like you said before like with the with us with me and Bramble going against her and Spenderman in the challenge they they're, they're teenagers so there is that age difference there is that maturity difference so even when I talk about S&M and his craziness you just see it <laughs> as the you know as the younger the young the, the youngins um, of the tribes <laughs> so yeah <laughs> More the quick thinkers than the think and then do kind of deal. So, right. Yeah, but yeah, no fault to them. It's just their their gameplay. So, yeah. Yeah. So you get Maddie votes with you in this vote. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw in Bramble's confessional that they uh, indicated uh, Bird, Court, and Darcy were targeting Bramblecat at this vote and that was information that they've been told by maddie so uh mm. you know in potentially this is a moment where maddie is trying to switch sides or preserve him, his own his own life in the game whatever the case may be and i remember and i think and i don't know if i brought this up in anyone else i talked to um because bird votes against darcy Mm-hmm. And I believe that that had a lot to do with Waxler and the conversations they had with Waxler because in Bird's confessional, they say, yep. I'm ready to go to rocks for Bram here, assuming yeah. it's going to be 4-4. Yeah. And it's not because they ha- you have Maddie. Right? Yeah. Um, which is really interesting because obviously this is, I think, probably one of the more, one of the most impactful votes in the season, you know, Bird was vulnerable. Bram was vulnerable. Uh, Court's vulnerable. Darcy's vulnerable. Like all, all these big players are open, and um, you know you've got Maddie and Court basically switching sides with who they're aligned with, and it, it's just a lot of wild, chaotic things <laughs> happening in this vote. 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah, definitely. That that's a lot. <laughs> a lot to process. <laughs> a lot to remember. <laughs> and the feelings in the moment. Because I mean like even vote by vote, your feelings so like they change so much. Yes. So, like trying to remember how I was like feeling at this time in my pro like my process during this, so and just even thinking, like, why didn't we go after somebody other than why didn't we go after Bird here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My thought process leaving this game, and now that they won, like, why every single vote I'm going through is that why didn't you vote them? Why didn't you vote them? Why didn't you vote them? Why didn't you even put their name out there? <laughs> I feel like I'm like the anti-bird thing in this whole like segment I'm doing, and I'm sorry, but like. I think it's frustrating because I feel like I guess I feel that way because my gut was telling me like they were a good strategic player and you should go for them, but I didn't do anything about it. Right. So I think that's why why I'm like hung up on it, like and feel like that. So and then I would have just tried to make moves more instead of going with the popular vote or so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. it I, uh, you know, I imagine I will get some some similar thoughts uh, from Waxler when I talk to him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So it all ends up, I guess, technically working out in this vote. Oh, yeah. Since Darcy's eliminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, three votes on Bramble from Steph, Darcy, and Court. And I guess for you, did you know, and you know, you you had mentioned earlier that you thought the moment where you uncover the the switches in the laboratory was one of the sort of um, inciting moments that kind of caused a rift between the two, you and Court. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, did you realize that court didn't you know voted against bram and like how did i don't know was there was that something irreparable were you still trying to you know work together with her how did that kind of fall out i was still still trying to work with court i until until the end like i i didn't want to like break up in a (laughs) sense with her Mm -hmm. i felt like i had i don't know i I just didn't want to it was just sad. I just feel like it was just sad, like, how it happened. Because I just felt like we were so honest with each other, even just sharing some, like, personal things with each other. And then, like, just, I just felt like the whole trust just stopped. And I was just so sad. I mean, because even, I feel like even deep down, though I don't, like, want to admit it, like, she was going to be fourth if it ended up being all mirth, you know? Even though, I, yeah, I never really wanted to say that. And... But it would have just ended up that way unless she would have won immunity if it was just Bramble, Wax, myself, and Court at Final Four. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I don't think I ever wanted to fully admit that. No, of she course. going to make it past the three of us. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Especially since she was, it was us three and her as the last remaining Mirth people. And I wanted to make her know that I still wanted to work with her, you know? So make her feel like she still belonged with the Mirth tribe. Right. I mean, there's I, yeah. There's a reason. There's the the meme that was made during the season about 
Bramble Cat offering, you know, best I can give you is fourth. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's a big part of what's going to happen in this next vote, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think it's the day after this vote is the day that you uh, solve the laboratory puzzle um, and yep. discover that it's missing, empty. Yep. Uh, did you, yep. I guess, obviously, initial reaction is like, crap, I either didn't get there fast enough or whatever the case may be. Um, but then did you go to like, okay, well, somebody has something, right? Yeah, I, I see. I said, well, that was super disappointing. Finally got all the bolded words and then clicked it with the path of the monorail and I wasn't fast enough. I was so excited to see a small banner unfurls just to say scientist and lead me back to something I already heard before. And I said, <sighs> feeling so defeated. And I didn't know who would have had it because I feel like court didn't know the path. Like I, I, that never crossed my mind. Like I didn't think she solved it. Like I feel like, but I also didn't feel like I would have just said wax either. Like I would have, I don't know. I don't know, maybe in my heart, I, my head, I thought Bird somehow got in there and figured this out because they're a smart player, and I feel like they would have figured this out. So that was actually where my mind went mm-hmm. because I didn't want to, maybe I didn't want to believe that Wax found it and just was withholding this information from me and even Bramble, um, but I didn't think that Court solved it. That wasn't where my head went. Right. So, Yeah. Oh, pictures of my Quinny on Halloween. <laughs> She's so little. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, <Nope>, you're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I no. It it's it's uh, it? We'll talk about that when it comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you were down there with Bram on I think the twenty seventh. You took. You and Court and Waxler were all down there together the next day where you showed Court the outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Waxler right there, every step of the way, can proceeded to like hunt for uh, yeah. other stuff well, around there, <laughs> despite what he knew already. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's probably like telling me something <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, you mentioned Bird. Bird never accessed the lab until November 2nd. So, holy cow. You know, was, you know, more than a few steps behind in that respect. Yeah. I always thought they would have been a little bit more aggressive in finding this. <laughs> well, I don't, because I, I don't know exactly when Courtney and Bird and Steph Chap felt that they were going to make it to the final three or made this alliance or maybe whatever mm-hmm. they want to call it. Packed, I don't know, mm-hmm. to get to the final three. Yeah. Because then, like, wouldn't Court have shared with Bird or even shared, shared with Steph about the lab? Like, she shared with her Mirth tribe? That's what I, uh, I don't know what she did or did not. Or was she just keeping it to herself to share with them? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, I mean, because I know um, Court first, from what I remember, branched out to connect with Darcy and then Darcy was voted out. <laughs> so uh, then I think she switched over 
and connected with Bird after Darcy was eliminated. And, you know, you can see, or I can see, <laughs> at least, that, um, you know, Bird, the Bird Court DM channel, and, like, it's a Bird DM channel, so obviously it has a ton of messages, no matter who she's t- or who they're talking with. But <laughs> um, the first 10 days of that channel have 1,420 messages in it. And then the next, like, four, five days of that channel have over 2,000 messages in them. So twice as much conversation in half the time. And that would have been right around uh, day something or other. Um, Whenever the merge was. uh, The merge was right above this vote. Yeah. So the merge was on day 16, and we are now, and they really started talking on days like day like 11, which would have yeah. been the 27th, which, yeah, is the day after Darcy is voted out. So, yep. um, yeah, pretty much that's where, from where I'm sitting, that's where things picked up, and uh, that connection formed. Uh, I'm not certain about Steph's involvement necessarily mm-hmm. but i think that's where that side of things began at least because <sighs> i guess to me then in this game like wasn't like a huge participant to me like from my view like sure, i didn't see her sure. participating a lot because i didn't really talk to her and i didn't really see her engaged in like any of like the like main tribal chat or anything like that either so that's why i'm just like how did she make it to the end when i don't feel like <laughs> or know how hard she played or anything like that. Yeah, I. Uh, it's interesting because um, one of the things I remember talking with Bramble about was, and I think this was primarily in relation to Trip, was, you know, when you are in a game that you're investing time and energy of your life toward, uh, and there's somebody like Trip who's investing nothing into the game you don't want to reward that person with more time in that game right yeah and Mm -hmm. you know there's i think it's similar to having a very you know tribe strong best challenge performance mentality in the pre-merge portion of the game which is Mm -hmm. it's a little restrictive and limiting if that's the only thing you're approaching it from because like we said if you're preaching that and then you are the one who you know shits the bed uh now what right yeah you kind of put yourself in this really bad position so i think similarly if you're talking about uh having a you know needing or acquiring people to put in a certain amount of effort to justify them staying in the game uh that's obviously that's understandable and like you know, if it's a game that you care about, you don't want to play it with people who don't care about it to at least close to your level, right? Yeah. And, but at the same time, if you're, it depends on how invested you are, because as we can see, like some people spent 16 hours a day talking to other people, exploring the sub channels, doing every single possible thing, playing skee ball. And, you know, it just, you know, if you had a job or you're in school, like that's just, it's not possible to keep up with Bird 
right? Like yep. nobody put as much time into this game as Bird did. Yeah. And you know, if you're holding somebody and like I don't know, maybe it's true that nobody put less time <laughs> into this game that made it to the merge than Steph might be. Yeah. Um Yeah. But then why I feel like too like I don't really remember her name coming up then come pre-merge like I mean post-merge like to vote her out even like between no Brett and Wax like we didn't really discuss getting rid of her no and I wonder if it's like we just kind of forgot about her (laughs) no offense a little bit like like, I mean I didn't really take her as a serious player but then I was frustrated that she was sitting in the final three without (laughs) I don't know feeling that there was as much effort right but apparently she did enough to get to that point so yeah (laughs) it's 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 not it's yeah i don't know it's it's a complicated thing like i i'm not gonna tell you that there were tens of thousands of messages in steph's dms with bird or with court because there weren't yeah (laughs) there just weren't um steph talked the most to darcy uh Mm. more than anyone else as the only uh, dm channel that she had that reached a thousand messages um you know and you know also obviously steph had a way of talking that meant that she sent less messages generally than most people yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but obviously you know anyway um i i'm curious i i'm excited to get to talk to bird and court and see how they viewed steph and like where steph fit into their plan if she did yeah. or just kind of ended up being the person there at the end that mm-hmm. mattered because i think when you there's a sense sentiment where you know we're looking at say final seven right now and mm-hmm. um you know bird obviously a threat court mm-hmm. i think is starting to show that she is a threat uh waxler clearly a threat uh Bramble, obviously a big threat. You, I think, a threat just by, you know, the you and Bird or you and Bramble and Waxler trio threats. Just, mm-hmm. um, and then you have Steph and Maddie who do kind of feel like the odd people out in this group. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're voting both of them out, you're probably taking more threats to the end than you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people talk about goats, and I wouldn't be shocked to know to find out that that maybe not in those words, but like those reasonings were part of why Steph just never became a target for most of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, she was as much of a target as Bird was, really. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's real weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so final seven and now with Darcy gone there's four mirth and three euphoria left you win right mm-hmm. <laughs> yep that's just what numbers say right um, yep uh, so the next immunity challenge was hall of mirrors and we say, we provided you with this grid with uh, lines in it that would reflect light in theory and you'd have to find which number matched up to its opposite if you followed the path through the grid and you had there was a time limit Mm -hmm. on how you how long you had to submit an answer but as long as you submitted the right answer that was better than anybody who submitted any number of wrong answers 
or so mm-hmm. forth. Um, yeah, this a little bit of a different speed type of challenge. How did you feel about this one? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I feel like I kind of like this one. It was definitely took took some time to like get used to and like, kind of have your mind adjust to it and follow the path. But I definitely thought it was interesting. I felt like it was a more of a level playing field, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was good. I don't. I don't know. I don't have too much to to say, but I do. I do remember it, and I do remember it being pretty fun challenge <laughs> like all of them <laughs> uh so yeah you you and bram and bird and waxler figured out the first one first try um court took two tries and then uh, maddie gets in as steph is unable to submit the correct answer in the first round uh, so she's steph's eliminated second round very much similar uh took court nine submissions to get it right and so she was eliminated and then in the third round again you and bram and bird and wexler got it right in the first try maddie did not and he was eliminated and so uh we're down to four people who all seem to be the ones who kind of understood what the challenge was asking you to do (laughs) (laughs) and figured it out fairly easy and then it just so all of you are going to get it right on the first try from here on out and now it comes down to time. And yeah. as Bramble kind of pointed out to me, which I'm sure I was aware of at the time, but I've kind of forgotten about since, when you're when it's a puzzle like this that comes down to time, um, normally if you're looking at, say, a jigsaw puzzle, like if I complete mine faster than you, I'm probably just either faster moving the pieces or I saw the picture a little bit better or more easily than you or whatever the case may be. But this is more so like if I asked you, if I gave two people a word search and told them the first person to find this specific word first wins, it Mm -hmm. really just depends on like where you start looking, right? Yeah. Yep. And so in this particular, so in this round, there's 15 possible paths that could be correct and the correct path is number 11 so generally speaking if you started from the bottom you probably got to the right answer faster than somebody who started from the top yep um which is in hindsight not the best thing uh for a challenge that has a speed tie-breaking component to it um Mm -hmm. and something that i i've even i've already talked uh, with Meg a little bit about if we ever could do something like this again and minimize that sort of luck chance component yeah. to it. Um, we have some ideas, but anyway, all that There's to so s- I don't know how she remembers so much, but that is the point. <laughs> yes. I love uh, how her mind works. <laughs> uh, all that to say that when it, we got to the fourth fourth round, Everyone gets it right on the first try, but the slowest submission was unfortunately yours. Yeah. Um, not surprised. <laughs> I feel like I definitely would take, just because I like, I know I'm not the quickest at things. Um, and just even wanting to get it right on the first try, I probably was like double checking to make sure it was right. <laughs> mm, okay. So. Fair enough. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, 
between wax bramble and bird like they're so strong like they all had won an immunity challenge before so obviously they're more of a favorite to win again than say i was so yeah that's i'm not trying to be like down on myself or anything by saying that but i they're tough competitors yeah so it's true yeah okay um so uh you're out in fourth um bramble ends up being the slowest in the next round which leaves bird and waxler and waxler edges out bird by about a minute in the very last one and along the way we removed grid lines we added a vertical component alongside of the horizontal component and uh-huh. uh yeah to be honest seeing all those puzzles <laughs> and at the end i probably wouldn't have won this anyway so <laughs> Fair enough. Fair Fastest, enough. I know it. Um, so yeah, Waxler wins immunity, uh, his second in a row, and he is safe here at final seven. Um, this is this is also the point in time where Bird chooses to use their spy glasses advantage to watch your DM with Bramble Cat, and I believe gets to see you go to the grocery store. <laughs> For about 45 minutes. Perfect timing. Yes. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, <laughs> um, I really feel that bad. <laughs> so, so good. So perfect. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so seven people left. Your mm-hmm. trio needs one person to have a majority. Mm-hmm. What... I don't know why. Why didn't it happen? Well, because Wax didn't play his idol. <laughs> Fair. Can Absolutely. you tell me what the breakdown was of the votes, though? Yes. Uh, so you and Bramble and Waxler vote for Court, and mm-hmm. then Steph, Maddie, Court, and Bird vote for Bramble Cat. Yeah. Okay. So it was been so they didn't even split their votes. It would have been Bram. So yeah, Wax didn't play his idol. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah, you cracker. Because <laughs> for you and Bram, you didn't know he had it. So uh, at that point, your uh, options are to figure out a way to get one of those other four to vote with you. And mm-hmm. uh, and so correct me if I'm wrong, but you've got um, Steph, who none of you have connected with, really. Yeah. Um, Maddie, who most of you, none of you have really connected with either. Yeah, uh, not game at least. Yeah. Uh, Court, who you had connected with, but um, you're voting for her, so yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously you can't get her to vote for herself. And but I, we voted for her because I I think that that um, that's who Bram and Bramble and Wax wanted to go for. Mm-hmm. But we would have tried to go for somebody else. Maybe, yeah. Which maybe like Maddie, in high, like that would have been our other option then, I guess, because to get Court in, because we didn't know at the time that she was really close to Bird and Steph. Right. So it would have had to have been Maddie, if anything, to perfectly align for us with Wax not using the idol to see Bram. Right. So because if I would have even said hey, let's vote out Steph or let's vote out Bird, 
to court, then she would have told them with obviously not knowing how close she was. Right. Me not knowing how close she was to them compared to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, yeah. That's why I went court because of that. But yeah. And uh, I know Bramblecat tried to get Bird to yeah. vote with you. But as we said, like Bird and Court were, they were. Yeah. yeah, pretty close at this point. So uh, that was also a non-starter. And um, yeah, it really is a unfortunate like position to be in because, like you said, the only reasonable way out of it seems to have been Waxler's Idol. Yep. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> he plays it on Bramble Cat. She would have been safe. Court's mm-hmm. eliminated here at seven. Mm-hmm. And then the three of you have at worst a tie in the next round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just got to win some, win a rock draw and uh, home free. Well, maybe we could have convinced somebody to. Yeah, at that point, for sure. Yeah. What's to say? Say anyone, anybody, whoever won immunity, except for like Maddie. Whoever, I don't know, or a staffer. (laughs) I don't know. But I feel like maybe we could have convinced one of them to vote the other. Yeah, you at least have the chance to do so. I think Bird would have voted for, like, Maddie or, yeah, or Steph. I think so. Yeah. Possibilities there. I think Maddie would have voted for one of them, too. I think so, too. I think Maddie would have would have totally I done that. Totally had the best luck with Maddie. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, did you? I don't know. Were you at all confident in this vote? Did you feel like you had the numbers for court? Um. I just. I mean, it, whether I lived or not, I just knew. Well, voted out or not, I just knew that I just wanted to at least show in my confessional that there was no hard feelings towards her i didn't know if we would actually have the numbers or mm-hmm. not but um i said i do hope it goes as plans because it would be awkward if not but <laughs> yeah only yeah didn't want it to be awkward but yeah i didn't want to do it but i think i did it again the next round yeah mm-hmm. more so just to stay loyal to my to my alliance right uh yeah so four to three the others all vote for Bramble Cat, and they are eliminated in seventh place. And for the first time, the trio has been broken up. Trio's down to two. Yeah. <laughs> Dakota. Yeah. from the Lion King. <laughs> a big Disney person, so. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, you, you even say in your confessional, like, that's not how you thought it was going to go. Shocked at what happened. Um, mm-hmm. You gave a lot of credit to court for the move. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, is there any, I don't know, Did was there a strategy or a plan beside beyond simply winning immunity to kind of move forward? Now that you yeah, like have... I, yeah, I do win immunity or not because yeah, because I felt like if I didn't win it, I felt like I mean Wax had a better shot at winning it. So if I didn't win it, then I knew I was gonna go. So and 
I mean, I did, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I think, because they split the vote. So so the challenge is the Haunted Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had done a Haunted House way back in Chattern. And yeah. uh, re revised it only a little bit, not a lot, um, to make the Haunted Hotel. And it was just, you know, if you survived, great. And if multiple people survived, you'd have to go through it again uh, mm-hmm. and make different decisions, or at least take different, take a different route, um, and so on and so forth. Um, and uh, I'm, and, and I don't know, maybe this is me, but we did this in Chattern and had uh, a total of three people survive the house out of I think ten, maybe twelve people did it. I'm not sure how many. Uh, I think it was ten. And at the time, I thought, geez, I didn't realize, I didn't think it was that difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so here we have six people doing it, and only one person survived. And I still didn't realize it was so difficult. It didn't seem that way to me, but obviously I wrote it, so I know the right answers. Uh, (laughs) Hard to put myself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah, I'm pretty Um, sure I, I I mean, I knew this one going in, but I, because I think you let everybody try the haunted house before. Uh, like yes. not, not in Nexus part, but like in general. So yes. I think when Caleb was playing, he had me try it. So I did have like a little bit of like a little bit, I guess of that, but I don't think I made it out of the haunted house. No. So when I saw this challenge, I was like, Oh great. <laughs> it's luck. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to, I'm trying to see how everybody died um (laughs) you were uh you were just you were you had your arm ripped from your body and a monster by a monster and thrown across were thrown across the room and bled 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 out to death Mm, exciting yeah so exciting (laughs) oh boy Kind of feels like how I went out in the game. <laughs> let it go. Let it believe. Uh, at least I tried to, or at least because I tried to stir some things up before I left, but didn't work. Uh, uh, let's see. Waxler was eaten by cannibals, and Bird was uh, killed by. Um, Kelp Todd cube shoes are <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants ripoff, and uh, Court also killed by cannibals, and Steph killed by a bed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Maddie, only person to survive the haunted hotel and wins immunity. Put on him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so he safe at final six. And I think you said, like, you know, if you hadn't win, didn't win, you were probably going to be the target. And I mean, yes, but also I think people, you know, we, we're going to end up with a vote split uh, between you and um, Waxler here mm-hmm. uh, as they were, one, concerned about an idol, as they should have been. And two, I think just by virtue of him having won more challenges, I think he would have been the target if uh, if if he hadn't had the idol on the mm-hmm. reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
Yeah, instead of playing an idol to protect Bram Olcat in the previous vote, he plays it here, and it ends up sending you out of the game, unfortunately. Yep. Did he mention it to you before this vote, or did you not find out? Okay. He did eventually tell me that he had it. (laughs) Yep. And yeah, I did. I said that I didn't want Court to be mad at me because I didn't know when I was talking with her um, earlier about it. So, because I was, I was truthful. I didn't, I didn't know until until this point. So, I mean, I I talked to myself that I needed to accept that it was going to be me because of Wax playing his idol. But so, and I said I was glad he finally told me. But just I don't know wish that he would have played it the round before and would have been a different outcome. So, yeah, and especially it was the bummer part because I missed out on trick-or-treating to play. Well, to go to tribal and get voted out. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That was my first year really trick-or-treating uh, with Quinn and I missed it for this tribal. <laughs> so, it's fine. It's not, but I'm telling myself it is. <laughs> oh, on both points but i was yeah so i was really bummed about that i was really bummed that 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 i didn't get to go go like i stayed to sit in tribal and then i was just bummed it was it was a lose-lose for me that night so yeah yeah. so yeah it was sad but i did try to stir things up i tried to get into maddie (laughs) try to talk to maddie about it i think i think he started to see it a little bit but it just wasn't the timing for him that round so I think he probably just needed to do a little bit more, more searching himself um, than everything I was saying. But right. But I tried. I tried. It was just too late for me to do anything. But it sure stirred the pot a little sooner. Oh well, it was fun. I did have a lot of fun hmm. playing. So I was glad I could finally play. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. No, it yeah. was it was great. Um... We were happy to have you after, uh, after, you know, the unfortunate ending that that Caleb experienced. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry it couldn't have been a better outcome for you, but uh, I think you did pretty well. Honestly. Yeah, I, I'm happy with it. I am. I am. I can't be mad at how, how I did. I mean, I wasn't really expecting to make it so far, and I'm glad I did. And. I mean, yeah, like you said, I wish I would have at least made it to the finals for him. Um, but yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of time and energy. So there was part of me that was like a relief. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of times that I just spent awake going, thinking about the what if, because you didn't know what happened. You know, you didn't know everybody's thinking at the time. And so, yeah, but no real regrets, regrets about it. I mean, yeah. I think I would play another alliance at some point if it all lined up and and worked out with my schedule and stuff. But I'm good. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I have played one other survivor and I made it to five. So <laughs> that's good. That's pretty now good. I've improved. So and I was most like wanted to see again. And I think like like the most well liked. I don't know MVP. So I don't know. <laughs> whatever it was. I forget what it was called but I felt like that was a win in my book to be voted by the viewers for that award so made me feel proud <laughs> so good. learned from this org to play in another one so yeah <laughs> um yeah. 
All right, so uh, unfortunate uh, elimination. Um, it's a two-two-two between you and Waxler and Court. Waxler places yeah. idle, so the revote is just between you and Court. Uh, Waxler does vote for Court, but everyone else votes for you, and you are eliminated in sixth mm-hmm. place as the sixth <laughs> member of the jury. And so, <sighs> in I guess processing this and. Uh, getting, you know, ending up in Ponderosa, getting mm-hmm. you a chance to kind of talk to the jury and, and talk to these people in a setting that's not quite as uh, socially intense as being mm-hmm. in the game. How, I don't know, what were your kind of first thoughts coming, you know, quote unquote, exiting the game? And um, how did you feel getting a chance to talk to SMM and Darcy and Bramblecat? I was happy to be with Bram again. <laughs> I was yeah. happy to be with him again for sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was it was it was it was bittersweet. I mean, it was kind of nice not to have the pressure anymore. Um, I, I felt bitter. It was definitely bitter feeling. And thanks, baby. Thank you. Are you good talking? Almost, honey. <laughs> you want to say hi to everybody? Say hi. Yeah. No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Bye. But that was Quinn. She's my three-year-old. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, can you tell Daddy I need the other part of the cord? Thank you. <laughs> my computer is about to die, so oh, no. <laughs> she's trying to the, the plug. Um, so she's just helping out with that. Um, but yeah, I was definitely better with how I went out. Bitter and confused of why Waxler didn't say the information. I think. I was able to tell Bram Bramble in that moment too about the idol, and mm. I think everybody was confused. Why didn't he play it then? So, but yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, all good. So uh, that left Waxler and mm-hmm. Maddie and Court and Stefan Bird in the game. Uh, as you start to kind of turn your attention to voting at final tribal and figuring out you know what you needed to learn from anybody who makes it there to finalize who you're going to vote for um i don't know did you have any preconceptions about where you wanted to vote you know if if waxler gets to the end was he your vote oh yeah definitely yeah definitely wax was going to be who i was going to vote for if you made it to the end which i think i think a lot of people I feel like a lot of people would have voted for him. Um, other than that, um, I mean, I didn't really know Maddie too much, but Brittany, Brittany, I'm trying to talk. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I think I would have voted for Court. And I mean, ultimately, I did vote for Court to to win the game. So I just felt like with my decision, I just I couldn't vote for Steph because I just didn't feel like she'd put as much time into it as others did. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was too bitter at Bird and knew I should have just trusted my gut more. Um, and just some other reasons that I just felt like I didn't like the gameplay. Sure, I couldn't respect yeah. it as much. Um, so, and then with Court, I just felt like looking back at her journey, I mean, I just felt like she survived. She survived, survived it all, you know? So yeah. I felt like she did the best to get there even without winning a challenge and you know and being on 
the bottom of a, a trio, you know, of a four, you know, with four left and finding her own way to the final. I just felt like she deserved it. So that's why I voted for court. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I'm curious how, because, and something, you know, you and Bram and, and Waxler spent the whole game together pretty much um, mm-hmm. and when you get to final tribal all three of you vote for different people mm-hmm. um, which i think is just fascinating uh, <laughs> it is. when you know so these the, whatever conversations you had in ponderosa um and sort of you know when you get to hear the other players talk about you know the things that they valued or the things that they respected or the moves that they saw or you know the reasons they were going to be voting for one way or the other or what they needed to know to be able to vote one way or another um did you get the sense that there was a lot of support in one way you know for court or for bird or for Steph? did did it feel like at that time it was going to come out and be this spread out and wide open of a vote yeah I, I there was a lot of back and forth i think of people wanting to vote i think a lot of people were bitter but and i think that that's why they didn't want to vote a certain way even if that's the reason why they actually did vote that way I, when they put their feelings aside um so i think that's why a lot of people were going back and forth with just how they personally felt but i mean even just being the closest to court in the game um, was another reason I voted for her. Um, but yeah, so. But it is interesting that we did each vote for somebody different. So I guess Wax and Steph had good conversations and I obviously knew that Bramble was closer to Bird than, say, Courtney. So I'm not <laughs> too surprised there. And I know that Bramble liked the, like, respected the way that, that uh, Bird played. So. Right. When she was angry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Was it all right? So, um, yeah. Was there anything that, if you can remember, that kind of came up during Final Tribal that I don't know impacted the way you felt, even if it didn't change how you voted, but affected how you thought about one of their games, either Bird or Cord or Steph. Um. I guess I learned some more about Steph and saw more of what she did, but it just wasn't enough for me to want to vote for her. Um, I mean, I feel like all signs like voted. I mean, showed that, I mean, Bird played a strategic game and we all knew that. And I just don't think I could back up the fact that they were proud of being the name of Bully Bird. I just, I don't think to me and my feelings and i'm sorry that people are going to hear this but how i feel is that i just don't feel like you should be proud of that and that comes from a flyers fan who is part who had the broad street bullies back in the day but um i feel like that's a different kind of uh, bully that they were both referring to um and i feel like if you're going to be proud of being so-called a bully i don't really think i can get behind that and vote for that um maybe i just need more explanation as to maybe make that term a more positive note than a negative one um but because it just comes across as more like very like um manipulative 
play style. Um, so, yeah. And I just, I don't know, don't really like that. <laughs> so, but sure, then yeah. again, I mean, that's going to be more of the villain versus hero, you know, and <laughs> there's a reason why Rupert, who was a hero, is more of my favorite character than, say, you know, a villain, you know, even though, I mean... I know Boston Rob and Asandra are villains, but I mean, I feel like they have more respectable game plan, <laughs> game strategy than that. I feel that Bird is more of like a Russell in this case, and nobody likes a Russell. So, a Russell is a very entertaining character on TV. Um, if you're not there on the island with them, typically, yeah, um, yeah, which. Yeah, but, I, yeah, yeah. I, I I hear what you're saying for sure. Yeah, so I mean, and I just don't, I just don't like the way that Russell played games in Survivor, and so I just, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, that's just how I I, I view it. So sure. Um, My uh, knowledge of what I know about the game <laughs> without knowing every little detail. So right. Well, uh, yeah, you vote for Court and. We go to read the votes, a vote for Bird, vote for Steph, a vote for Court, a vote for Court, a vote for Steph, a vote for Court, a vote for Bird, a vote for Bird, and we end up with a 3-3-2 tie for the first time ever, and as they've done the only time this happened in the show, uh, the third place person votes for one of the winners, and the way we've done it, at least starting with Nexus Park and ever since, is some point during Final Tribal, we'll open up a private space for all of the finalists to vote in the event of a tie um, mm-hmm. so that we're prepared no matter what a- ends up happening. And in this case, that meant Steph would be the person casting the decisive vote between Court and Bird. And uh, that means that Bird becomes the winner of Alliance Nexus Park. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everybody knows my thoughts by now, so I keep <laughs> repeating that. But I mean, I feel I feel bad because I just don't feel like that's very, I don't know, because I want to be a nice person. You know, I don't really feel like it's nice of me to have those kind of feelings. But again, mm-hmm. I guess I can't help how I, how I feel or how I viewed their gameplay or anything like that. And I mean, obviously, it doesn't align with how I... I don't know, like to play <laughs> or how I like to, I mean, treat people. I know this is a game, but again, mm-hmm. people. So I don't know. Has, uh, has, has your, have your feelings about bird or birds game, um, changed at all in the year and a half since? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Really? Um, I just, I also feel like because she, they, I don't know why I keep saying, it. I'm so sorry, bird. I am so sorry. Um, I feel like since they also had, like, they were one of the ones to view more of the game beforehand and everybody else seemed more of to be, like, rookies and it was, like, their rookie season. That's also why I feel like, even though it was her rookie, their rookie season, oh, I did it again. I am so sorry. Their rookie reason, too, um, I just feel like they had more, um, more knowledge about like strategy and stuff like that and just played harder compared to people who were true rookies and may not have spectated as much. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, it is a game. So, I mean, congratulations. They they did play a really hard game. They played strategic, and that's how you're supposed to play the game. So, I just have, I guess, more of an old-school survivor mentality, I guess, when you kind of don't vote for who you're bitter towards. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> not the only person on the season to do so. Not the only person. Yeah. It happens every season, I'm sure. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, congratulations though, for, for winning. So it, it does take a lot to do that. So and they put in a lot of time and effort. So, yep. yeah. Uh, bird. Yeah, they didn't deserve it. It's not a true statement. Like they, they did deserve to win because of how they played. Mm-hmm. I just don't agree with the play style. That's all. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. Um. Well, uh, we get from there, we do some superlatives. You are part of the viewers voted best alliance, the PTA with Bramble and Waxler. That just made me so happy. I love it. <laughs> what do you think about that name for your alliance? I think it's great. I mean, we're all parents, so I mean, we couldn't have worked out like better to have something like that to be our alliance name. I think it's so funny and creative so yeah i'm proud of i'm proud to be a part of the pta good good you should be absolutely um and i think i guess that's kind of it right like uh i guess the last thing i'll I'll sort of bring up is um you know the season ends we have a finale you get a chance to talk to everybody without the stakes of the game at play and then you get a chance to talk to uh the viewers uh, if you're interested in hearing their perspective and they are always very opinionated uh <laughs> uh was there anything that and i don't know how much you read back on any part of the server or not but um was there anything you kind of learned coming out of this the game about yourself about other players about the game in general that you know stuck with you or anything yeah i mean i just i mean i'm i'm a nice person in general and i'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt and i'm going to be a people pleaser so i mean those are all things that i guess don't really make for a good (laughs) good contestant so i have to learn to not be so nice in a way or it's like (laughs) even though that sounds terrible but in this game i mean it's kind of what you have to do everybody you're gonna have to lie you're gonna have to make some dirty moves in order to advance your own game but there's a part of me that just feels like it's that's just doesn't come naturally to me so that's just very hard to do and very hard to i don't know like i don't know if i i I don't know if i could ever be like mean to somebody (laughs) you know like i always feel like i have to apologize for something i always have to say i'm sorry but for even just speaking how i feel like i'm sorry i feel this way but this is how i feel so yeah yeah but yeah well then uh i don't know is there anything else related to nexus park or alliance that we haven't talked about yet to to bring up or I don't 
think so. I you guys do a fantastic job, and I appreciate all the work you all put into each season and the creativity and you put in and everything. It just makes for a fun time, um, and I just really appreciate it. Yeah. And I hope maybe one day. Uh, Caleb and I can come back and maybe go against each other in like a blood versus water or <laughs> blood versus blood kind of deal. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll which would be you. fun to, you know, <laughs> yeah. do that. So <laughs> go up against best friend versus best friend or husband, wife, sister, sister. I don't know how, how many relationships there are in here, but I feel like that would be a fun season. So we will yeah. definitely keep you on the list if that, uh, if that becomes a theme in the future, for sure. Thanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> gotta beat them somehow. <laughs> yeah, right, absolutely. <laughs> but, sorry. Quinn, coming in during us these last couple of minutes, it's been <laughs> a little longer, and she's a bit of a mommy's girl. So, thanks for listening to her little laughters yeah. and <laughs> chatter. In, like, 12 <laughs> years, is she going to play? Nope. We muted. We didn't even realize we muted. So I don't even know what you heard. Uh, Nothing after my question. (laughs) Oh, she said that she likes to watch Survivor. And what's your favorite part about Survivor? The challenges. The challenges. And she likes to root for the green team, the Soka tribe right now. (laughs) Right? That's the green team. Not the purple team. And not the, I guess it's like a yellowish team. Red, (laughs) orange. Right? I think it's Soka. The green. Yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah. think it's red. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. We're a little behind, aren't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, starting her young, so we'll see. All right. Okay. Be fun. <laughs> well, thank you for okay. taking the time to do this. Yes, thank you for inviting me to do this. Yes, it was then, a lot of fun. It'd be fun remembering the time on the season, even if it brings up some hurtful memories or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's all fun. It's all fun in games, so it's good. It's good memories. It's good fun. So, yeah. Good, good, good. <clears throat> well, uh, <clears throat> enjoy the rest of your day. Um, Thank you. Have a great Easter tomorrow. Yes, happy Easter. Happy Thanks. Easter, everybody. And uh, I will... Easter keep in contact one way or another and like keep you informed i get notifications so if anybody messaged me i will always see it even if i'm not the most active person on this site i still (laughs) am on every now and then so it's good to be a part of this alliance community so thanks everybody for all the support and everything through caleb's medical journey and even the birth of tessa and everything so yeah we appreciate you guys all right thank you again and uh Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game Podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Our 13th season, Sky Cruiser, is now casting. Come join us in the HQ during the off-season for games and trivia and other fun stuff. And as always, have a week. Lost
without a trace Nothing's gone forever, only out of place So long, farewell, oh, what are we to say? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So long